Hello and welcome to episode 24 of Les Odorants. It's Christmas, don't you know? It's December. Happy Hanukkah, happy Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, whatever the fuck. Happy holidays. I am joined, as ever, by the incorrigible Fliss, James and Ben. Say hello, motherfuckers. Hello, hello. Hello, motherfuckers. Hello. Hello. High energy Ben, as he's known. Um, right, eagle <laughs> e- eyed observers will have noticed that we missed an episode, and that is uh, because we did record one. Um, but uh, poor old Ben, who's the only one who knows how to operate the knobs, um, has been. <laughs> I can work a knob. Speak for yourself, darling. Speak for yourself. He's got a mouth full of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, so, sorry, sorry. Yes, uh, obviously, Fliss, Fliss knows all about the knobs as well. Weird. Um, I feel strangely like oh, you that mean was editing. A... Sorry, I thought you meant knobs. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I Can feel... we call him Benergy as well for this episode? Benergy. <laughs> Benergy. Hi, Benergy. Yeah. Uh, hi, Benergy New Wave Trance. That's his uh, full name. Um, so, anyway, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Before uh, uh, Fliss started. Talking, talking about, about her, knobs. her <laughs> enthusiasm for knobs. Um, yeah, weird. Um, I, I was saying that Ben's the only one who knows how to um, work the knobs. Yeah, that's why we... Aha, I think I found the problem. We're stuck in um, a loop now. <laughs> right, I'm afraid I'm going to have to call the knob police. We're stuck in a knob loop. Um uh, so Ben is the only one who can edit this stuff for us because uh, the rest of us are all thoroughly incompetent. And poor old Ben has been shitting through the eye of a needle. So uh, <laughs> he's, he's had uh, gr- gastro gr- gastroenteritis. Is that right, problems. Ben? Yeah, yeah. Gastro problems. Yes. Yeah, so. Had to um, like poo on a swab. Poo on a swab. That's a good name for a perfume. Yeah, which wasn't, it was, which was not a difficult thing to be doing. At, yeah, uh, the state of it. Uh, <laughs> Just hold a swab in the general direction of the uh, bog and uh, the jet. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure people don't want to the know about this. To be fair, most of the time I talk about perfumes that don't smell much better. But um, the shit jet. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. I think. Anyway, back to the sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. I know. We're expecting. Great sponsorship deals in 2023, uh, and with con- con- I was going to say content, and then I sort of drifted off into incontinent. With incontinent <laughs> like this, uh, those sponsors will be uh, delighted, I'm sure. Right, so um, yeah, we're going to do a bit of a Christmas uh, song and dance uh, that does not actually involve any singing or indeed dancing, um, but we're going to sort of busk. Uh, the the second part of tonight's episode i have been working literally non-stop for the last 25 seconds or so uh furiously scribbling down some questions to ask the team and i am going to be your quiz master your les odorants quiz master for the evening and it's going to be fucking painful i assure you um (laughs) so uh but in the meantime let's do part one um, and I'd like to start with Ben. Hi, Benergy Ben. Uh, what perfume have you been wearing, Ben? Yeah, I haven't because in it. But it, I suppose I can try and squeeze a discussion out of this. Is that I have not been wearing any perfume at all because I didn't want. Try to... not to squeeze anything else out of it. To be honest, right? <laughs> that was a good one. Um, 
I I've not I didn't want to create any like associations um with feeling shite. So I just haven't. Um I hmm. don't yesterday I wore Latessa by Mask Milano and that's it. Really? Um, and what that's two, three weeks worth of uh, perfume and you've just Yeah, oh well so I mean if going real far back then I've smelt Miskio samples. Is that how you pronounce it, James? Is it Miskio? No idea. I believe so. Yeah, that's how it's spelled, mm. isn't it? So, yeah. how did these arrive with us, by the way? Because uh, um, you know, thank you, thank you to whoever sent them. But I believe they arrived for all four of us. Some Miskio yeah, samples. Yeah, it's a lady called uh, Marie. Okay. Um, I don't know whether she is German, but she's based in Germany. Is she the um, perfumer? She is the perfumer, uh, and. Her creative director is uh, Pep. Do you know um, Pep? Pep. He's, 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 he does Instagram. He does uh, Instagram and um, YouTube. Um, Pep, like the Australian. Yeah, he's, like, he's like from Australia. Hair. Yeah, like very good looking. Yeah, salt like, and pepper. You know, good looking sort of middle aged man. Yeah, it's kind of silver yeah. fox guy. Me and Ben obviously fancy him. Just, 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 just but, a little um, side note, important side note. But I grew up in uh, Lancaster in the north, and uh, there was a local DJ who played at Brooks. Incidentally, the name of the Brooks nightclub, the full name was Brooks International, London, Paris, New York, Lancaster. Um, I shit you not, Brooks International. But the uh, the DJ was DJ Pep. And DJ Pep was something of a local celebrity uh, in in the Lancaster area. So whenever you say Pep, I'm assuming it's this fucking like twat from like the, the well, sort it, of late well, 80s, not. early yeah. 90s. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not. He, he, oh, like it's say, someone he's, else. He's a he's a Good. perfume enthusiast from. Cool. Uh, he li- he lives in Melbourne uh, in Australia. Oh, uh, so it's probably obviously... not the same guy then. Uh, yeah, there's more than one. There's more than one. <laughs> you you look world. like you're getting really um, irritated, James. No, I you're. T- Really funny. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So wow. anyway, that right. was brutal. So uh, so uh, Pep. Anyway, yeah. So he's the creative director. That's all I really know. And she was very kind enough to she she list she listens. Um, so she was kind enough to send the samples along, mm-hmm. and uh, I distributed them out to to you guys. And the here is today where we are. Mm. Mm. That's about very what... nice. So the address label was very nicely done. Um, that, oh, that was thanks. that was James's. That was, that was all me. That was all James. <laughs> I, I, I know that. I noticed you kept in the in the lines as well with your colouring in. Uh, thanks. Very impressive. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I've been teaching my son. You see, so um, why do something in like two minutes when you can take like twenty minutes? Do you know exactly. Mean? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Rules to live by. Yeah. 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 So, so do we want to have a quick chat about them now? I'd be interested in your thoughts. Yeah, ben. I've got them um, here, James. Yeah. So, do you, so, so, should we take them in turn, Ben? Where Where do you want to start? Because can you can you Remember what you smelled? Yeah, so I can remember that. Um, if you want to start with, is it da- dime? Da- uh, uh, dame. Was the woody one? Dime. Dame. Yeah, dame. Dame. D a i m. Yeah. Basically, um, it was the woody one. Very like raw, rough woods. Um, I felt like all of them, and especially this one, were like really raw. Mm. Um, like you can definitely tell, and I. Lo- this is probably going to sound like a backhanded compliment or even, like, not even that. Um, but you could definitely tell that it was, like, indie perfumery. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It was... Uh, to say rough would be mm. an understatement, I think. Um, 
And I know that sounds kind of shitty, but that's not how I mean it. Um, no. Because I, I like Diamond. We like, know your taste, and I, I think no. that we know that... No, no, we know I, that you I, like a lot of indie perfume, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, and I, I like a little bit of rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, by the way, I, I agree entirely with you on that, and I don't want to sort of spoil it by jumping too far ahead, but I sort of wrote a couple of notes on overall what I thought, and I, I felt they were quite minimal um, mm. and, um, in a sense, uncluttered, uh, which could lead to a bit of a, a feeling of maybe being unfinished or, or, or unpolished. Um, but actually, I think you've got to just squint at them through the lens of this is indie perfumery, right? It's not meant to smell like it's just popped out of fucking Selfridges, um, you know, mm. or, or, or you've just sprayed it in an airport duty-free or something. It's meant to be rough and ready a little bit. And and so, yeah, I, I, I think I agree with you, Um but I don't think that's a bad thing either. So, um, but actually, uh, Dame was the one that I found the most interesting of the four. Yeah, I, I liked it. It was it was a strong woody kind of thing, wasn't it? So I wrote um, uh, woods um, with a smokiness in the background and a leather note. Um, yeah. But but what it did for me, uh, slightly weirdly, and and I've talked about this sort of transportive aspects of perfumery before. So um, when I was a kid, I uh, I spent some time, uh, you know, a few family holidays in South Africa because we had family there. And instantly, for me, the smell was um, the back garden of uh, my uncle's place in South Africa, um, a sort of... Uh, Swimming pool, because everyone's got a swimming pool. It's not like you're, you're a flash cunt if you've got a swimming pool there. Everyone's got a swimming pool because it's bloody hot all the bloody time. Um, but uh, the smell of the swimming pool, a sauna, and a uh, barbecue. Um, and, that, and that, to me, was, was the perfume in a nutshell. And, and for me, it was kind of really transportive, and it made it really interesting. I don't think I'd wear it, truth be told. It's not something I wanted to smell of, but as a concept or well i don't know if that was the concept she was even going for but as a perfume that evokes a scent memory i thought it was really excellent yeah i i'll say sort of animalic kind of green leather it's definitely got suede we're all in it i would i would suggest um and i do not like it. you don't <laughs> I, I don't like it no uh again just from a taste point of view i think it's quite um, you know, fairly interesting. Like I say, I'm not going to say anything about it on a, a, a technical front because I think it's slightly camphorous as well, um, which I'm not really a fan of. I get the association with maybe like um, that sort of steam or like um, sauna type thing. Like say, like it's woody. I get more leather than than wood, to be honest. Mm. But I can get that it's woody as well. Um, and yeah, I just I. I just don't. I just don't connect to it. Um, but there you go. So, Fliss, I know you didn't get a chance to smell these, and you're not feeling the best at the moment. Is there? No, I. I haven't smelled any of them. I. Uh, two reasons, really. One, um, my friend Haley at the beginning of December sent me a big advent calendar, which was a has a sample in to try every day. So my trying has been all about the advent calendar. Mm. And then secondly, if I have had time to smell anything um, and I've actually stopped even smelling the advent calendar, I've got a cold again. Hooray! 
So I've I'm I'm not in a position to talk about them at the moment. Okay. Well, that's I will all right. try them over Christmas. That's all right. I sure bring you into the conversation from time to time all the same. Mm. Uh, all right. So that was Dame um, Ben. Yeah, I like it. I just sprayed it, and I just I like it. I like I like the rough leather sort of accordion. I I, I think um, the smokiness. Um, is is probably something that would likely appeal to you. It's not quite un- mm. uncooked flesh, like uh, you know, or, or sort of you know. Um, oh God, what's that brand you love? You know the one I mean. Um, Beaufort. Yeah, Beaufort. It's not quite Beaufort. Uh, no, <laughs> no, you're not allowed to say that. Are you talking about Tonner? No, that's in the no. quiz. You fucks. <laughs> Shut up. If we mention it more, Tonner. No, you've ruined it. You fu- you literally fucking ruined it. I'm very I'm very angry. Very angry. Uh, so, uh, so is Dan, uh, Dan, I mean, Ben, going to pick uh, another... Another one, yeah. What's next, Ben? Uh, broom. Let's go with that, because Broom, I think, if I remember rightly, Dame and Broom were the two that stuck out to me, and Dame was my favourite, right. Broom being my second. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, funny, we're like yeah, the polar did, fucking yeah. opposites of each other. Yeah. I, 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 well, interestingly, I think, I think we've all got different opinions, because um, Broom... Um, Go on, what did you make of Broom? I, I'd be... Quite animalic, I felt like. Really? Quite, um, quite sort of like rough and like, like definitely got like a kind of something sweaty and like animal about it. Um, Interesting. I think you didn't. I, I, my, <laughs> my two-word review was green banana. Um, it's definitely green. It's yeah, definitely yeah like but it's, really it's green, like, yeah. uh, so no, I, I wrote green aldehylic uh, unripened banana. It's it's got that sort of like um, uh, it's just got that that um, it's greenness in a way that it's kind of uh, that a banana is before it's ready to eat kind of thing. I don't know how you describe that version of greenness, but um, it's it felt like it's not quite ready yet, which is possibly why I was writing unfinished uh, maybe in in one of uh, uh, my notes. Um, I really did not like this one but then i'm not a huge fan of green perfumes anyway truth be told i right let's just get this straight i really this is probably the one that i would hate to put on my skin and i would hate to wear Mm. but i think it's a good perfume right Mm. here's here's why because all the things that are in it despite the fact that i don't necessarily like them uh, are complementary. So you've got like a juniper, cedar, cypress kind of effect. But over this, uh, there's a there's a material um, like a cucumber aldehyde, right? To me, this smells like that kind of really insipid, like brutal cucumber, especially when it's like dried down. I mean, I've only sprayed it on a card, but um, I can only imagine. So it's that, but it's got this kind of, when it opens up, you can smell the geranium, right? So it's this dry kind of minty, quite interesting. I I actually, when you first, literally first spray it, it's like, wow, this is, this is quite interesting, but I could tell the way it was going. And then you get into this relentless, like seaweed, sickly, cucumber seaweed sort of like combo. And I'm not, I'm not feeling it at all. Um, but mm. as a perfume, those like junipery, cedary things with that, is a really interesting thing. So I'm not dismissing it as a perfume, but I, I physically couldn't wear it because it would, like, turn my stomach. <laughs> um, tr- truth be told. But, like mm. I say, I think it's quite interesting. 
Uh, and if you love this kind of thing, um, I think give it a try because, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's good from that perspective. Yeah, I, I think it's okay to to sort of not like something, but to respect its its kind of quality or, or, or yeah. craftsmanship. And and, ha, and I, had I'm, it, ha, sorry, had it not had those elements right that I mentioned, hmm. like the, the that that green and the geranium and stuff like that, had it just been this? Because there's quite a few perfumes out there that are just the seaweedy, um, this cucumber in, insipid sort of fucking horrible smell. Um, then it would be, I'd, I'd be really slagging it off. I'd be saying it's absolute shit. But this, like, that bit element of it really does make me go, oh, okay, there's something to it that I like. Because mm. I love geranium. I love geranium. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I sorry. think on the whole, if you like a green fragrance, this is a nicely done one. I just, you know, for mm. me, it's it's just not, it's not a, it's not a wearer. Um, you no. know, the, the, one, the one that I thought... Was the most wearable for me was air pieces. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, did you really interesting in that? Like, like I thought, it, like it smells like. Um, so you you're, you often get like perfumes, right? And you and, and you, you like a kind of lazy descriptor is to say like, oh, it smells like a spice rack, right? Mm. But 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 it doesn't, right? It just means it's spicy. But this does smell like a spice rack mm. in that <laughs> the spices again like feel quite raw mm. and like quite bare and minimal and and like. It has this kind of like, is it um, uh, cinnamon and nutmeg, mm-hmm. and and yet you, and, but you can smell them both, as if almost if you just got went to a supermarket, picked up a cinnamon and nutmeg off the shelf and stuck them under your nose. That's what you'd get, like very raw, bare, minimal cinnamon and nutmeg. So, um, so I, I I thought it had a slightly metallic. Uh, hue to it. So when you say spice rack, I'm actually getting some of the rack. Um, you yeah. know, it's like a, it, it's more like a sort of metal spice rack that some of the spices have kind of like spilt over uh, on over time. Um, but uh, normally I don't like a metallic note. But this, uh, I don't know what it. I, I haven't studied the notes, and and, and I can't, you know, uh, I can't even begin to hazard a guess at what the actual. Uh, you know, formulas and compounds and all that shit are. But to me, it had a spicy, metallic sort of vibe. Um, and, and I found it actually perfectly pleasant and quite wearable. It's the most conventional, uh, I'd have said, mm. of, of the four. Yeah. Well, apart from maybe Pistol, but we'll talk about that separately. To, to me, it smells overwhelmingly of uh, cardamom and uh, coriander. Mm. Um, like, overwhelmingly so. But... It's great. If you like that, it's very, mm. like, smooth. It's sort of rounded. It's kind of woody. Um, and, yeah, certainly, I mean, I would like to to wear it. It's got a slight sweetness of something in there as well. Yeah. Um, but it's a very nice, uh, nicely worked sort of perfume. So we're saying, oh, um, they're, 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 they're quite raw. Uh, perhaps the, the first two maybe are. Uh, this one's a little bit more um, refined. But, again, mm. um, quite sort of brutal with the the spicing i mean if you don't like cardamom uh, more more so cardamom because i think that's most of what what i'm smelling um mm. but if you don't like sp- perfumes i mean you're not going to go for a perfume called epices are you um, in the no, first well, place no no uh i well probably you should you should not yeah yeah you um, should probably avoid it but yeah i think it's i think it's good you know this one's like um yeah pretty good it, it, for me, it was easily the most sort of polished of the lot, and and felt the most mainstream and and likable, and and you know, it, 
given that uh, you know these are indie perfumes that that was the one that i think would be the most commercially viable of of the four um what did you make a pistol interesting because this is the one that i, I would thought i would have liked mm. but i i hated it i couldn't stand it because this is very pissy and sort of again a little bit green but it's it's got that alimentic animalic kind of floral edge that thing mm. going on and it's very pissy um and normally that's the sort of thing i'd be into but i couldn't stand it in this it was a bit too much for me it was just way too feminine i mean it it smelled pleasant Mm, i I found it like very feminine um white florals um you know i I didn't actually get the animalic sort of uh side of that um you know perhaps um you know i judged it too quickly uh but i just I just found it very, very feminine, and um, it, it, immediately that was a sort of turn-off for me. Um, I didn't find it a bad perfume, but it did smell pretty familiar. Um, I didn't feel like it was um, necessarily uh, breaking any ground or anything. No, uh, I, th- I think it's the best one. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you do I mean, like you do like a big feminine floral, don't you? I, I do, um, but I just think from the point of view of in the opening, you can smell a, a little bit of like violet, those kind of like violety sort of things, and a huge jasmine, um, and it's just a nice juxtaposition, like you say, and and it's got this like wet, like I call it like wet floral, like almost like that kind of um, uh, people people say like you know like a like a florist's type vibe, but it's mm. not too mm. overwhelming with that. It comes in with more sort of indolic uh, jasmine kind of smell but yeah you do get this slight like violet i think it's i think it's really good <laughs> um like i don't know do you know what i mean if it's just a jasmine accord or it's got real jasmine absolute in it or whatever but um yeah i think it's a nice uh it's a nice perfume mm. um but you know like you say is it really doing anything like massively new i don't think so but like right. do perfumes really need to sometimes they don't um, so, no, no, uh, they they, yeah. they 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 don't need to do uh, uh, new stuff. But I think if they're not breaking any ground, then you know you need to look for um, you know a, a kind of execution as being like yeah. you know is this superbly done? And I think they yeah. are co- they feel competently done. Um, mm-hmm. But you know personally, not kind of quite floating my boat. By the way, the presentation I did have a quick look online. The bottles look gorgeous so actually yeah. being the sort of absolute you know uh um you know aesthetic uh slag that i am i would probably uh buy one just for the sake of the bottle because it does well look she's beautiful. she's given it a lot of thought because she's got mm. i'm assuming pep doing like the um uh evaluation and some of the writing of the blurb i don't know uh, but also she's got an artist that does like kind of like mood board sort of things which if you look on there instagram is fantastic i don't know what it looks like ai art or something but i think it's real it's all like it's just kind of like the 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 outpouring of like what these perfumes are i mean i haven't gone back and looked at it since i smelled them so Mm. maybe i might go oh no but it it looks great i mean aesthetically the brand is like really strong um and you know that and and like you say the perfumes are competent so that's enough to kind of 
that is enough to <laughs> justify um, it, the existence. I don't mean to mm. sound like you know. I'm just being, no, no, no. Of you know, I, th- I think that that's that that's enough for for me. I didn't I, have to be blown away by the perfumes. Um, uh, you know, they're good, and some people might really connect with them. And then if then if everything else falls into place, then you know. Um, that's that that's the makings of a good brand you know well that that's that's all that really matters isn't it you know do people emotionally kind of connect with the perfume and and i'm quite certain there will be people for whom uh you know this is a satisfactory connection not a one of them by the way i would regard as a bad perfume i mean there are but but then Mm. for me bad perfume tends to mean stuff like you know paco rabanne phantom and stuff like that um this you know these are i i I kind of go oh well fucking hell someone's someone's created this with kind of like thought and and love and uh it's competently executed cool Mm -hmm. um no problem there's a cohesive style across the brand as well like like they are all like like when i say said like like being being like raw and that Mm. they are quite blunt as well aren't they and like there's no subtlety to them i feel like they're very much like that this is what we're getting Mm. and we're gonna smack you on the nose with it yeah and it and but i feel like that's a conscious choice yeah because say it's it's cohesive across all four isn't it and it's and you, you, you know, and I like that. I think I like, you know, I like that about them. And I, because again, I feel that that comes with like the territory often in like indie perfumery. And I, that's one of the things that I do like about it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that they are quite sort of sledgehammery. Sledgehammer. Yeah, too, too, <laughs> too much refinement can feel a bit wishy washy, can't it? Sometimes. No, I, you know, I agree. With like Absolutely. Really trained perfumers and all that. They can be like, nah, you're doing the old same. Old well, hat bullshit again. It's, you know it's, I mean? it's well, when you look at uh, uh, you know magazine photos and stuff, and they've been over photoshops. You know, so it's, it's all very technically competent photoshopping, but the result is something that sort of lacks personality. Um, and, mm. and and the same can be, I think, applied to perfume. Um, all right. Well, look. Um, uh, I, I, obviously, we're super grateful to uh, uh, the Miskio uh, folks uh, for sending those over. Um, we really do appreciate it, and um, we are quite certain uh, that there will be uh, something in there to love for many people. Um, so, uh, what uh, is there anything else, Ben? You wanted to mention? That's that's, that's I, I haven't lot. been wearing anything for the last like nine days, nine ten days. Oh, the um, shitty bathroom. Uh, quite. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, I'm going to bring uh, uh, old Fliss back in because she's obviously. Uh, you know, completely miffed that she's not been able to contribute to that discussion. Um, so, so Fliss, tell us about your perfume wares. Um, so, like I said, um, at the beginning of December, my lovely friend Haley sent me an advent calendar that she handmade. Yeah, um, I saw it. It's gorgeous. Good job, Haley. Good job. Yeah, I know. Go and check it out on on my Insta if you're interested. And so. I've been doing basically. I've been doing a full fourteen, and I'm not going to do a full fourteen. No, I'll tell you, there's the only things. one full fourteen. Uh, well, that's the thing. I know. So um, I'll tell you. You do a full fourteen, please. No, please. no, no. no, no. We'll, we'll oh, be no, here no, all no, fucking no. week. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the the things that stood out. Um, so 
there was a number at the beginning there was a number of just box uh samples and they mm-hmm. were all lovely mm. they were quite um airy and one was very, the 24 hour dream was very chocolatey and patchouli and there was another one that was very sort of irisy and and but they were both very light and i was like okay right i'm i'm getting the hang of just box now um and then a couple of days in she popped in a golden serenade, which again is by Justbox, and it completely floored me because it was so opposite to the rest of the Justbox that I tried. Mm. And it was a really nice, very clean, very spicy oud. I mean, as, as clean as you're going to get. There was no barnyard or anything. But at the same time, it was it was really decent and it was lovely smoky top notes. So it was a little hint of tar. It was chewy and resinous. And I was like, oh... This wasn't what I was expecting from the brand. And then I had a little look and um, it was a Julian Raskinet. Oh. And somebody on Insta mentioned that it's actually really similar to the moon that he did for Mal, Frederick mm. Mal. And also um, has sort of like leanings towards Creed's Royal Oud as well, which he also did. Mm. Um, obviously, it's a lot cheaper than the moon. So if you're fancying a bit of a dupe, a Raskinet dupe for his own work for the moon, then get get your hands on some Golden Serenade by Justbox. Mm. Um, I was really surprised by it. I really actually liked it a lot. Um, it, tried, uh, sorry, say? No, I'll just... Um, they, they, they came out with, like, a load of perfumes, uh, juice box, and then they kind of stopped <laughs> or, like, didn't come out with some for a while. And then that was kind of one that was on its own. So mm. it almost marks a kind of bookend and then a start of like a new, you know, like new new releases. It's Albeit so they different kind of, to the yeah. other stuff that I've, I've tried of theirs as well. I mean, the rest of theirs, I mean, I know that it's not my style, but it, a lot of their stuff feels quite modern, a lot of aroma chemicals. It's very mm-hmm. airy and light. There's a very powdery or... There's a huge diffusive feel, whether it's an, a diffusive iris or diffusive sugar or diffusive powder, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. They have huge silage. Um, they're fun. Sillage. It was a fun sillage. You can't say silage. Silage is farm like. <laughs> Maybe that's what it? she meant. Uh, yeah. Isn't it? It's like... what I want. Honestly, some some yeah. some of the some of the pronunciation that goes down with you three, and then you're going to pick me up on that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no. I mean that is fair enough. Yeah, yeah totally. Uh, right, yeah, you can so take the girl out of the me. West Country. Mm. Well, you can take me out of Norfolk. <laughs> Sorry, Norfolk, um, East East Country. Um, but yeah, it completely floored me, and I really, really enjoyed it. And of of the brand, that's the one that I thought, oh, really interesting to me well done julian um last one julian nice one jules um um i also for the first time tried soleil blanc soleil blanc by soleil blanc tom ford um i've to be honest with you i kind of have given up on tom ford a lot a long Mm. time ago and when even like when people sort of like hype stuff up on the groups, I'm a bit like, oh, can I, I be asked? Can I, I, I don't, be asked? I don't want to sound like a massive twat. Yeah, hang on, that's the point where you meant to say, yeah. guys, Dan, mm-hmm. you don't sound no, like. You never sound like a massive twat. Please do go on. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to sound like a massive twat, but long pause. Um, all the best, Tom Fords are discontinued. Yeah, they really Try are. Try me wrong. <laughs> well, yeah, but, that's kind uh, of uh, why uh, I've not smelt this one yet. Uh, because, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Well, I mean, I 
kind of agree with you. But anyway, you're it wrong. Was in, it was in the old, uh, in an old, in the old advent calendar packet. I tried it, and it's really nice. And I love a big creamy tuberose. It sits absolutely alongside Guerlain terracotta and uh, Lauder's bronze goddess, both of which are discontinued. So if you love those two and they're, you can't get them on the grey market, then get yourself some Soleil Blanc. That's what I'd say. Mm. Um, yeah, I know. That surprised me. I also, one of them which really made me laugh was Fine Apple by Gallagher Fragrances. Oh, yeah. I was fucking hilarious. I mean, it's like wearing two different frags. The top end is literally like taking the top off a Del Monte can of pineapples. It's like mm. just in your face. There's no sophistication. It's just fucking tinned pineapples. It's hilarious. Fucking tinned pineapples. Fucking tinned pineapples. You but fucking dry- mug. <laughs> you fucking muggy cunt and your tinned but pineapple. But dry down is so nice and the musk is really good and it's quite waxy. It really reminded me of that waxy crayon aldehyde that you um, talked us through a couple of episodes back, um, James. It, just that crayony feeling. And I really liked it. Crayonics. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to buy a bottle, but I'm going to use up my massive 10 mil decant with joy. That's a whopper. Um, I know. She's very generous, is I? She is. Um, another big thing that I really liked was Opsis, which came in the um, Harrods calendar, advent calendar, and she gave me Opsis. a little decant of that. Yeah, it's by Diptyque. It's a Harrods exclusive, uh. and it's got a very big, spicy, quite sweaty opening. I wasn't sure about it. Mm. And then the dry down is very nice. It's a big frankincense cloud. There's lots of iris. It's soft. It's woody. It's slightly spicy. There isn't any vanilla notes, but it really made me... Sm- reminded me of the same feeling of Duel, which is also by Diptyque. Mm. And Fabris, Fabrice Pellegrin made both of them. So uh, you can kind of, if you put them next to each other, you'd go, yeah, that, that's the same Good old dude. Fabrice. Good old Fabrice. And I'm going to have to, I'm not going to be able to afford a bottle from Harrods, mm. but there's quite a lot um, knocking about on the old eBay in little Lovely. 10 mil decants, which I'm going to get myself. Nice. Talking of Harrods decants... She also popped in the Rosier Dove Oud, uh, a very generous sample of that. And which is what, well, I mean, it's what started the whole Harrods calendar fuckwit nonsense, isn't it? And, you know, that's the one that's on eBay for like 300 quid a bottle. Can we just yes. run through the calendar nonsense for those who don't know? Okay, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, very briefly, the calendar nonsense is this. Uh, Harrods uh, created a perfume uh, advent calendar with, um, was it 24 uh, yeah. uh, different perfume things in, some like kind of uh, 5 mil uh, uh, things, some 10 mil. Um, and then there are a couple of quite chunky bottles, including a MFK 724, I think is yeah. that the, the number. Uh, there was yeah. a 30 mil of that. And then a 30 mil of Roger Dove uh, Oud, um, uh, which, you know, on its own would retail for, well, quite a lot, a couple hundred quid. 270 quid. Yeah. And, uh, but the, um, the calendar 
uh, retailed for something... 150. 150. So, yeah, the, the, the Roger Dove perfume alone was, like, retail price was twice the value of the overall calendar. Um, and... Uh, uh, rumours uh, circulated for sure. Uh, I don't know how how accurate it, it, they are, but um, that it was meant to be a seven and a half mil uh, travel atomizer uh, that Roger Dove uh, uh, put in here. But due to some sort of fuck up somewhere, they ended up putting thirty mil bottles of oud in with the whole crystal cap and everything. I don't know how true that is, but there was an absolute fucking feeding frenzy. And, um, of course, there's a whole bunch of fuckery with people buying this stuff and then selling it on eBay for, you know, breaking it apart and selling it for fortune. It was ugh, all the worst aspects so of, of fragrance collection bullshit. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the story. Um, but what did you make of the Roger Dove uh, Oud? Because, personally, I love that. I really liked it. I mean, mm. I, I think it's probably worth me putting my hand up and saying I'm not a big rose oud fan it's I've, it's not a thing that i seek out no. that said if i did have to seek out a rose oud it'd be in contention it really would actually mm. really lovely big citrus blast it was very very bright and jammy there's um it's obviously really really well blended mm. um the oud isn't too skanky it's quite a western no. feel um it's delightful mm. and it's spicy and fresh and it, it still feels quite clean despite it being an oud. Um, I don't know if it's six quid a mil good because well, that's essentially what it retails I mean, for. I, th- I, th- I, th- I think you just have to suspend your disbelief when it comes to pricing. I, I, I think we said, or at least I've said this before, yeah. that, you know, with perfumery, sometimes you just have to leave pricing to one side and just focus on whether or not you think it smells good, right? Um, yeah. I mean, I really liked it. I really liked it. And I'm going to definitely use up my decant over Christmas. Mm. And it's going to be a delight to wear. Good. Um, yeah. Good. That's, that was nice. And then I also, in there, was something by Pantheon Roma, M. Mm. X straight. Fuck me, that was a pile of shit. Mm. Just. I had to scrub it. It was just not, sweet, not violently sharp yeah. and pissy black currant, screechy woods. The roses were just made me want to throw up. Mm. And there was this weird. Solid review dis- here for this. Discombobulated musk that sort of hung around between these really screechy to- high top notes and this really screechy Ambrox bass note and it was just uh, just it felt like nobody had finished it no one had blended it they just shoved it in the bottle and hoped for the best and I couldn't believe that someone is selling that mm. shit Quite yeah, frankly. they're 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 kind of they're they're quite brutal and very sickly sweet. The most of the brutal Pantheon is Roman. the right word. It just made me just. Oh, yeah. Black currant is a really interesting note, isn't it? Because it's one that I always think I would love because everyone likes the smell of ribena, right? Um, mm. And then you smell a perfume with like um, not black currant leaf, like actual black currant, and it and and I think piss. It's piss. yeah, the it's vast piss. majority of perfumes that I smell with like a strong black currant fruit note. Um, have not liked at all and, and yeah like you say like kind of green pissy horrible rank um and then you it, put that with a very very screechy bright tea rose which can also be quite pissy if you're not careful mm. 
and the whole thing oh it's just horrible i hated it mm. all right anything else uh, uh leap out um just very very quickly she put a little vial of extract of mice or sandalwood in there oh, yeah, which nice. is really delightful because obviously um mice or sandalwood is now endangered and it's the, the the production of it is fairly regulated by the government because the trees are um, endangered because of overproduction. It's really hard to get proper mice or sandalwood. A lot of it is now, you know, synthetically copied or Australian sandalwood, which doesn't smell the same. And this is so creamy and so delightful and it just is, it's heaven in a little two mil vial and I love it. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Heaven in a vial. Um, yeah. You sound like uh, you're selling heroin. Um, good. So, <laughs> ah, interesting. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. interesting because that, that's a bit of a foreshadowing of uh, mm. my uh, my 414. But Is it? Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, um, uh, anything else that, Fliss, you want to uh, mention? No, that that's it. That's it. I think that's all the, the stuff worth ranting about. Okay, well, um, before we get to the inevitable full 14, I wanted to just mention three perfumes that I've been wearing a bit recently. Um, and one of them, I was just looking for it there, but I can't find the fucking bottle now. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, I see it. Is this? Which I don't know. I'm sure, James, you've mentioned this before. Uh, uh, strange fall, fall into stars or something. Yeah, yeah. Strange yeah, love. Love. love it. Oh, so much love on the groups. What is it's fucking amazing. I mean, it is just fucking remarkable. So, um, little backstory. Um, uh, basically, um, so this costs like six hundred pounds or something in in Harrods for a hundred mil. Um, but they were selling them off last week for £180. Nobody quite sure why. What? Yeah, yeah. What? And, and I got a friend to go in and use their 10% discount card, so I got it for £162. So you couldn't get it online nope. like, for that? Uh, nope. Right, OK. No, it had to be in You didn't store. give me the fucking heads up on that, did you? <laughs> I, I, I just got the one for myself, I'm afraid. Um, I know I know they did buy a few and, and uh, for people uh, on, on, on Facebook and stuff, but... Um, there was an order. Yeah, yes. yeah. At it's, the beginning of the day. It is fucking incredible. Um, so uh, the, the notes list is quite sparse and sort of... Um, yeah, I, I don't know, it's like an oud, a rosewood... Uh, and then a narcissus, and I'm not sure what narcissus smells like. Mm. Um, and then I think from memory, it's also got an amber accord and something else. But it's by Christopher Lordamiel, uh, Lordamiel. I don't know how you pronounce his name. Probably one of those two. Hopefully. Um, mm. Anyway, um, it's by he of uh, Amber Absolute fame, and uh, mm. there is an element of Amber Absolute to this uh, for me, like the amberiness. Um, not as rubbery though as that and it's more uh it's it's the lighter aspects of the amber absolute with a sort of rosewood and um oody sort of um uh thing going on but weirdly it creates this quite boozy 
the experience for me. Like, the, I, I, I don't know why. I don't know whether Narcissus is maybe like because I, I don't know what Narcissus smells like. But it's like a daffodil. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's well, extremely floral, kind of wet floral. I would say. Well, um, you, you probably really wouldn't, really wouldn't like. Well, this like, thing. I, 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 I was surprised looking even at the notes list that that's you know that this is what it smelled like. But because to me. It's overwhelmingly like boozy and not in a sort of, oh, this smells like a, a whiskey or a cognac or whatever. But, but the overall effect seems to be quite boozy and alcoholic. Um, and it sort of starts with that and it gets woodier and amberier and it just goes on forever. And it's just absolutely fucking spellbinding. Um, I'm honestly, I, it's been such a long time since I've tried something for the first time and gone, fuck me, that is amazing. Like, really just blown away by it. Um, and it's a little bit skanky at the top, but that, that sort of settles. Um, and, and I fucking love it. I love it. Um, so that is definitely uh, straight in my top ten list. Um, yeah. Another one which has gone straight in my top ten list is this. I don't know if you can see this, but this is uh, the Givenchy. Um, it is the MMW one. So uh, Matthew, is it Matthew M. Williams, the creative director of Givenchy? It's basically inspired by uh, him or whatever. Um, and uh, I was looking at the notes, thinking this smells again nothing like the notes. To me, this is this smells like a sort of uh, quite a fruity iris um, on a. Ambrox and woody, uh, you know, quite synthetic but very like beautiful uh, base. And I am honestly, I'm just so in love with this perfume. Is it that is... the new uh, Givenchy fancy line? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Persolays was going on about those this week. So uh, I, I haven't how great they were. Okay, uh, I hated most of them. I thought they were all shit. <laughs> I thought they were really. Uh, honestly, I thought they were all lazy as fuck most of them oh, wow. they they, wow. they they all came across as like really ill thought out just yeah it's well smell, per- personalized funnily enough said the absolute opposite of that <laughs> yeah much. well that, that's, said, that's what's nice about perfume though isn't it so yeah yeah true i mean it, it, it basically from what he said was that um i think did they come under the cause i didn't even know this but do they come under the um lvmh um thing because Givenchy never really gets mentioned and I was like maybe they do I don't know um, but he said that and then he said oh had this have been by Dior like this collection uh, mm. it probably would have got more fanfare than it has done because people haven't really like noticed um, but he thought that they were quite creative and, and pretty good um, mm. you know um, I, 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 well I mean I sort of disagree with everything there I don't I, 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 I think I think if they were better they'd have got more fanfare um, yeah. and, and, and on the whole I thought they were crap um, the only one the, honestly the only one from the range that I've liked is, is this uh, but what a fucking like it is for me it is just stupendous um, I don't What's know. it called again? Sorry, M M M M M W. And it's after the creative Matthew director. M Williams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he he had a clothing brand called Alex or something like that. A L Y X or A L I X. I can't remember. Right. Um, but yeah, he's one of these annoyingly sort of trendy fucks. 
um, who gets invited to be a creative designer for a venerable house like Givenchy. Um, but it's... I cannot tell you how nice that perfume is. Um, it's sort of, for me, in the same spirit as the Grossmith um, bouquet one, um, but also a bit like the Aids de Venustus Iris Nazarena. It's got that same fresh... Um, a fruity iris and there's no iris listed so you know it's probably mm. me just fucking completely misinterpreting this but but to me i, I just i was like well i don't understand why Who, there's no who's iris the perfumer? Listed, listed uh great question don't know, don't know. Um, uh, just just i'll just say because i didn't say anything during the fall from stars because i just think that that is a stunning perfume it's funny that you say, oh, there was quite sparse with the, the note listing because mm. probably one of the most complex perfumes I've ever smelled. I don't even know how to begin to describe it. I think I've tried before. Um, I just think it's, it, it is wonderful. Um, if I had the money, uh, I, I, might, I might get it. I mean, I tried it um, the first time uh, in Amsterdam in that uh, perfume mm. lounge place. Because you couldn't really oh, yeah. get them anywhere else because I don't really have access to, like, Harrods or whatever. I think Harrods was the only place that had them. Um, so I was like, yeah, I definitely want to try those when I go there. I think um, uh, uh, Christophe Laudemiel did most of them. Um, mm. And I, they're, all ama- I, they're all amazing in their own different way. I mean, there's, like, they are all, like, I just remember being, like, blown away. And it hasn't been, it's been a long time since I've been blown away by perfumes. Do, do um, I remember yeah. it's in part his brand? Is that right? I think I, he's something... I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's some, something to do with it. Uh, um, he does have... Oh, it's... Um, actually, there's a... a like a, a model, maybe? Like a catwalk like model? Because they come with these little gold... Um, do you remember how... <laughs> do you remember how Billy Bob Thornton and uh, What's-Her-Face used to wear, like, vials of each other's blood mm. on their neck? <laughs> What's yeah. her name? Um... Yeah, that actress, Angelina Jolie. Angelina yeah. Jolie. So they're almost like that, but they're like a little vial of perfume, and nice. uh, it's like oh, Helena Christensen. It is. Oh. Um, she she's part brand. She's brand ambassador, but I'm oh. assuming she's in. So it's her and Christophe Laudemiel, and it, it might even be the woman from Perfume Lounge as well, who I forget what her name is, but um, she's very like cool when you go in the shop, and she's like very into all the things i think i i don't don't quote me on that um but yeah it's some kind of like brand but anyway whatever the concept was um it it, it is fantastic i mean it is a high-end like oh it's all gilted and gold and expensive and you know all that sort of stuff but the actual perfume stands up it's one of those where you go that's worth 600 quid like mm, mm, it, it is actually worth 600 quid yeah. and and i would never you know dream of of saying that I did see, like, there's a little set that you can get um, of, like, all of them. Uh, and I think I saw that, like, marked down once. And one of my friends who's quite, um, she's not, like, frugal. She, she'll buy perfume if she likes it. But I, she, mm. I don't think that she, she always kind of buys, like, smaller bottles or, you know, a bit more. Like, she doesn't go mad because, mm. yeah, we're all collectors. We don't need huge bottles. But she bought the full set. So I was like, wow, <laughs> like, you know, that is a, that's a big um you know that's a bigger expenditure um mm. so they must be good you know and and they yeah they're wonderful so uh, what's just, your what's your third one anyway dude sorry just amazing uh, honestly fucking amazing i, I it, my third one i'll come to in a sec but but those two the givenchy and the strange love um 
are, are both things that I've only sort of taken delivery of in this last week. They are both blind buys and they are both just fucking brilliant. And they both are in definitely top 10 buys for the year and, you know, quite possibly top 10 of all time. They're just fucking magnificent, both of them. Um, the third one is um, Ben's mm. mate, uh, Pizarra Umavajani, uh, Isara, um, which is really, really nice. I mean, it's not, I'm not going to get quite as fucking uh, uh, lyrical about it as, as the other two, but it's an excellent perfume um, and uh, really like um, just like very classic sort of masculine vetiver cedar maybe some um it, it is i think it's a fougere but it's like uh there's no lavender in it and it's it, there is coumarin uh so you've got your warmth um and uh you know james's criterion um but uh it's um it's like a, a herb uh like tarragon or something at the top um and pine pine needles maybe uh, which makes it quite different to most of the fougeres i've got which are, tend to be quite lavender heavy um this is more sort of herbal it is really fucking good um and uh I, i'm really really enjoying that as well so those are the three perfumes that i wanted to just call out as as absolute fucking belters as always there's been a sort of an enormous glut of perfumes coming in and out of the uh, uh, the weirdo household, but um, you know those are three that I think will will solidly stand the test of time over here. I think oh, I liked about Isara when I smelt that one is that it's got tobacco in it, but it's not heavy handed. It's not like you you wouldn't really call it like a sort of tobacco centric fragrance in a way. Like like a lot of I find like a lot of times when you get tobacco fragrances or fragrances with tobacco notes in them mm. they dominate and they tend to become like you know quote unquote tobacco fragrances whereas that asara it's, it's got a tobacco accord in there but it it sits and sits nicely amongst other things um i quite like that about it mm. yeah no i i think that's uh absolutely fair and i i know you'd said previously about you you like the way she handles florals this is one of the <laughs> not not floral ones from the range i did try mm. them all though um and and they are all uh you know really marvelously done perfumes um I, I think they've got a lovely sort of brand um coherence kind of thing you know it, it, you, you you sort of get a sense that well maybe i'm just falling for it because they're well packaged and they all come out of the same box but you do get a sense that these things all came from the same place they all came from the same mind Whereas, uh, I don't know, you take something like Roger Dove, whom I I particularly love a lot of the Roger Dove stuff, but you'd never get the sense that they all came from the same place. You know, they all sort of seem to come from different minds and, and sort of uh, approaches. Um, I wonder why that is. It's hard, it's hard to know. It's hard to know, isn't it? cough right anyway um it's uh, it's been a long first uh, uh, half so far anyway and and yet we have to get to chris kringle's bulging sack of treats over here mm, it is the f it is the full 14 let's all get loosened up for this so speaking of heroin um i wore <laughs> uh i wore uh clive christian 
Chasing the Dragon. I like oh, yeah. that. Hi- hypnotic. Hypnotic. Uh, so there's two different ones. There's Euphoric and Hypnotic. And Hypnotic is the one that uh, lists, like, cinnamon. As it's like, no, and that's it. And it's like, it don't fucking smell the same. I mean, yes, okay, it has a cinnamon note, but it's really floral, really complex perfume. Yeah, it's full of, like, spices, and it is kind of gourmand. And it's almost got, like, cherry, like that. It smells a little top, bit like, like cherry Coke. It does, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm. it does. Um, it's got that kind of, yeah, like, spiced, um, sweet uh, kind of thing. But it definitely has a big uh, underpinning of sort of florals. And again, that is yet another one that I might go, what the fuck, it, you know, it, this is a really expensive perfume. It smells expensive. To me, mm. it really does. It smells really, like, deep and sort of rich. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was excellent. Um, and I can't, you know, I can't really say fair of that. Even though, I mean, chasing the dragon, like that's like smoking very... heroin on a bit of yeah, foil, isn't it? Like, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, know. absolutely, it is. And and um, uh, so so that whole range, I did not love. Um, I, I'm quite a big Clive Christian fan, um, but there was something about those um, that uh, there's quite a few of them have a reasonably thick tube rose in them, and uh, it wasn't so much for me. Uh, truth be told. Yeah, well, you know. What, uh, what was that, Fliss? I love a tuberose. So ah, dear. Oh, you just said, <laughs> you only have to say the word, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> um, that Fliss is a like bit it? weird. <clears throat> Did you like it, James? What, tu- tuberose? No, the Chasing the Dragon. I, I can't remember if you oh. actually said if you liked it or not, or if you just was telling them. Sort of loved it, talking about loved it. it. I thought it was excellent. Um, there is two different ones, though, dude. So we're we talking about the same one. Oh, I don't there's, know. There's hypnotic and euphoric. Uh, euphoric. I'm pretty is sure a, it was hypnotic was the one that I tried. Yeah, I, I, I would if I. Yeah, what you've said about the cherry coke stuff, it's definitely that <laughs> fragrance, right? But the other one is very much a tuberose, like uh, or very mm. white floral, yellow floral type fragrance. Anyway, anyway, so. Yeah, that I, I thought was excellent. I really did. Uh, not necessarily that I would pay fucking 500 quid for it. Uh, I have no issue with it being that price. I'm saying mm. I wouldn't personally pay that for it. But, no. Um, I, I, don't, I, I can see. I'm like, okay, you know, fine. Um, I'm not outraged. So anyway, then uh, mm-hmm. there was Moogla uh, Woodisim. Woodisime. Woodisime. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, was that, that all right, Fliss? I'm getting a bit paranoid now because you said our pronunciations are really shit. <laughs> we were pulling it you up. Because mine's on... shit as well. I, was, I, wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't having a go at your pronunciation. I was just saying, don't have a go at mine. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> okay. Um, a bit fucking chippy this evening, Fliss, aren't you? Yeah, yeah wow. <laughs> Very so. argumentative. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go on. Would you see me? Would, I think we've all you... got the energy that was lacking in the you know the missing episode. Haven't Indeed. We? Indeed. Um, anyway, so would would it seem? I honestly can't remember without looking, but it was a solid kind of. I seem to remember a sort of creamy. Like it's a good. It's a good fragrance. Mm. <laughs> I, I, Moving I, on. It, it, it's, it's, um, it's one of the. Uh, it's one of the same range as the over the musk and the. Um, yeah. What do they call? Without it? having the, a look, I wouldn't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, right, it was pretty. On, it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's not shit, basically, and I quite enjoyed it. Not um, shit. That, they should put that on the poster. <laughs> nah, it wasn't. Wasn't shit. <laughs> <laughs> then I wore, and it purely because we were talking about it last week in the episode that doesn't exist. 
Um, <laughs> it's CDG uh, Floriental. Floriental. Mm. Um, Comme de Garçon Floriental. Uh, um, the red no. one. Yeah, it's a red one. It's kind of metallic. Uh, smells a little bit like um, their number two in the silver. Is it Man 2 in the silver yeah. thing? Mm. It's very, yeah, like sort of floral. But it also smells like the dentist. It also smells like cinnamon and cloves um, mm. in a kind of weirdly modern kind of way. I've probably written like a huge like thing about it. And it's also resinous. So it has a labdanum sort of thing to it, almost like a kind of churchy incense. Yes, it's all these things, right? So it's like metallic, weird, floral. It's very Comme de Garçon, very Comme de Garçon, but it's it's almost their big, rich, uh, amber, spicy version of all the other kind of stuff that they do. Uh, I don't think it was particularly popular. It kind of reminds me a little bit of... Um, there's one by by Rido, which is actually quite good, but it's quite subdued. It's a sort of labdanum one. Uh, is it called Baudelaire? Baudelaire? Something like that. Anyway, it, it's kind of a bit like that sort of like style, but it's got loads of other stuff going on. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll send you samples. It's pretty cool. Um, it'd be interesting to see what, what you think of it. Um, then I wore Opus 4 just figuring out the Roman numerals. Uh, Opus 4, this is a really old sample, so uh, I think I sent a message to that? Fliss. IV? Yeah, IV. IV. Yeah. yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I think I sent a message to Fliss. This is like, this sample's probably like 10 years old or something. It looked really syrupy in the thing, so I was like, hmm, I don't know whether it's like aged or it was like that anyway. Uh, amazing. Amazing. I'm so sorry, but my notes are rubbish. I have to go back out of my notes and find out what it was like, but it was incredible. And then I look back at my review from about 10 years ago, and I pretty much said exactly the same thing. I was like, I am consistently love this perfume, because you know what I'm like. I can change on the fucking, you know, flip of a coin. Um, is that a saying? I don't know. Anyway, mm. holy shit. So I put, um, holy shit. This fragrance is not tried in years, but we're digging around. Uh, it's a Any review that starts holy shit is a good one. Yeah, yeah. So I put like, what? Uh, yeah, it's a it's a fruity, woody, spicy incense masterclass. Um, mm. So it's kind of a little little level of like skank, and then it's got this kind of alibina. It's sort of like all day, and it's got slight cumin, like animalic thing that you get from all those lovely like sheepers that we kind of like you know like your raucous femme and your um uh stuff like that it's just great and then it's like really gummy and like still fruity after like hours do you know what i mean it's just a it is a monumentally good perfume um i i just loved it loved it so uh there was that one um, and then I wore um, Borneo 1834 by Serge Lutens. Uh, what do you think about that, Fliss? I haven't smelt that in so long. I don't think I've even got it written down on my spreadsheet of life. No, um, ne- neither had I, really. I hadn't smelled it for years and years, and I just thought, yeah. I'll get myself a sample of that because I need to familiarise myself. I mean, it's a really good chocolatey cacao patchouli uh, it, I mean, it's sort of superiorly kind of 
dark, but it also has that kind of woody like underpinning that all those like Sheldrake, you know, Serge Luton's things have with this sort of like cedary kind of feel. Um, yeah, I mean, it's good. Like, it's not my favorite like patchouli in the world, but it's it's good. Um, yeah. Sometimes I feel with those Serge Luton's. For me, they were such a gateway drug like 20 years ago or more. And sometimes I think I love them. I love that that the early releases, I love them because they were, they remind me of that time when I was ex- dis- discovering. Yeah. And actually now when you go back to them, you're like, ah, oh, there's, there's other stuff that does it better sometimes sure. now. Or Absolutely. Or there isn't. Well, I think, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah, there isn't yeah. for a reason sometimes as well. Mm-hmm. And also I think a lot of them on me, they were really close to the skin and there might be something that's quite similar that has a, yeah, a bit more. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm so, just looking at the notes, and there's it. It says that the Borneo is really similar. A lot of people are saying it's very similar to the Neotura Cocoon by Yves Rocher, which I do have, mm-hmm. and that's got a big old chocolatey patchouli silage. Yeah, this, um, this, this is like you're saying that, and you're right. This is a particularly low lying one. I mean, it lasts all mm. day. And yeah. if you if you don't want to like really, um, you know, choke people out with a big fucking patchouli, uh, cacao powdery thing, but you want to smell it yourself, then great. But yeah. like, I actually do want a big patchouli that like dominates a room because like some people because it's quite polarizing, and some people would be like, "What the fuck is that?" So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, yeah, so it's kind of it's good. Perfume. Go, go um, big but or anyway, go home. Yeah, precisely. So uh, then I wore Rocas uh, Moustache EDP from 2018. Shite. Uh, it's basically... <laughs> Shite. It, it, it's... Shite. Uh... <laughs> so shite, you said it three times. Yeah. Uh, I quite like it. It's a clone of um, YSL Tuxedo. Is it? Uh, yep. Is it? It no. Is. Well, yep. YSL Tuxedo's awful then. I don't remember YSL Tuxedo being shit like this. Um, uh, I'm just, I can't even remember. It was just a really bad uh, lemony, fougere-ish sort of thing, but just not not good. Um, and I think it was more like Nico Sculpture or something like that. Uh, just kind of cheap and nasty. And it's a shame because... The original Rockas Moustache is really mm. good. Mm. Uh, I haven't tried just, the original. Yeah, that one's like really toss in comparison. Anyway, so uh, then I wore Tom Ford Noir Extreme Parfum. Uh, is that the new we, one? It is the new one, yes. Yeah. And just to go against everything you said about things being discontinued being better, I don't necessarily not agree with that because there's loads mm. of good Tom Fords that were discontinued. But mm. I happen to think that the signature line, the regular line, has mm. some really unsung like heroes. People go on about the fucking private blend, but I think noir particularly, <laughs> and just just loads of those are really good. Like great, the man great one, vetiver, great vetiver is amazing. Yeah, so mm. you know, and uh, the purple is it not purple, purple patchouli? Uh, yeah, like violet patchouli mm. or so, something like that. And then there's like a white. White patchouli as well. I, I don't. It all gets a bit. But the, the, the what I'm saying is, and then also they kind of did those private blend ones that they then brought out as the regular ones. They're cheaper. They're kind of better. 
Bone de like Bone de Jour. Costa Azura. Yeah, and the leather one as well. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, ombre uh, leather. Ombre. I don't like that. I um, mean, I, I'd, I don't like it that much, but, like, still, for bringing a bit more value and still a great perfume to the table, uh, I think it's good. Um, I, I think it's better than Tuscan leather. In my opinion, it's a bit, like, nicer yeah, than Tuscan leather. It's too anyway, similar. sorry, the, this one is very... Um, it's a very sort of... Uh, vanillic floral it's quite feminine uh in the um it's got that like kulfi that kind of like um pistachio like ice cream or whatever it is yeah but it's very sweet it's lovely and like floral in like the top notes this like parfum version from what from memory the other stuff is a bit more uh it's exactly as you expect the parfum version to be it's a bit like richer, maybe a bit lower lying, but like deeper in a in a sense. Uh, the men's and female one were pretty similar, weren't they? In that line, didn't you think? I was just going to say that um, I have a very tiny story about the Noir Extreme Parfum version. I have also smelled it this week, although it's not. I didn't smell it on me. I was in Amsterdam airport going to work, and I was having a good old sniff because I was very early on purpose, obviously. And a gentleman came up to me and asked me to choose between his wrists because he said I thought I looked like I knew what I was smelling. <laughs> he wasn't a fan of the show, was he? That's another well, no, one. We got to chatting, and I eventually I said, "If you really like to talk about perfumes," he had some. His poor friend was with him who was just like, oh, God, come on, Steve or Dave or whatever your name is. Um, <laughs> we were just looking so beleaguered and this guy was just like skipping around, smelling everything. And we got chatting and we were talking about all the, the new Hermes. We were talking about the Tom Ford Noir Extreme. I gave him some advice about which wrist I liked best on him. <laughs> and I then pointed him in the direction of Les Odorants. And he was like, ah. Oh, I shall listen. So oh, wow, cool. Hello. <laughs> if you're listening, Dave, Steve, whoever your fucking name was, mate, hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that, that's... Now you know, I do know what I'm talking <laughs> about. All right. uh, he was right. I don't, uh, he was uh, no, I, I, sorry, I, I, I must take issue with that, Ben. There's not a fucking one of us here knows what we're talking about. Uh, that that must, should be apparent by now. Uh, all right, but... Anyway, I loved, I, lo- I, lo- I loved that. That Tom Ford. Yep. I thought it was. I thought it was really nice. Excellent. Quite, quite vanillic and and feminine. Yeah, you know, I'm I, saying that for me, but I really like it. I really like it. I, I I still think, on balance, the, you know, if I had to choose between, uh, you know, you can only have one set. You can have in production or you can have discontinued Tom Fords. I would take the discontinued ones. So would I. Absolutely, hands down. If only for Sahara Noir. Oh, yeah, God, yeah, that's also discontinued. Fuck, yeah, what a twats they were when they did that. Uh, is, is that discontinued? Yeah. Yes. Well, that's in yeah, the regular the... line, isn't it? It was. Uh, it was yeah, in the gold was. bottle, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that stunning, one's fucking amazing as well, yeah. Stunning piece of work. Mm. Uh, right. speaking, of, speaking of stunning pieces of work, uh, I wore uh, MDCI Parfum, uh, um, what's it called, Super Palatam, which oh, we all know good. and love. <sighs> And uh, I wore that because it was my son's nativity play, his first Aww. one in school. And uh, I thought, oh, I'm going to wear something really, like, special and nice and that doesn't make the other parents think that I'm just some fucking unwashed, like, scumbag, which uh, I kind of am, but, you know. Hmm. Um, it makes so... you smell like Melchior or indeed any of the wise kings. Well, 
<laughs> there you go. Um, so uh, he was a cow <laughs> in the uh, in the production, um, and he got quite a big uh, laugh because um, all the other kids, right, all the other cows, the other three cows, um, their parents had been really boring, like I was going to do, and bought them a cow uh, like onesie off uh, off Amazon or something, right? And Jenny was like, "No, I'm going to make his outfit because like it's more fun." And I was like, "All right, okay." So uh, she basically like put loads of sharpie on a on a white t shirt, like put like freesia, like you know, like bloody Frisian cow fucking dots on it, and then uh, she said, "Have you got any uh, marigolds at work? Like a pink marigolds?" And I was like. I know exactly what you're thinking, right? So she blew up this pink marigold as like an udder and like stuffed it down his trousers. <laughs> so he came out to Paul Sod with this little fucking thing. And um, basically they're all, piss- they're all pissing themselves laughing at him. Uh, and, and even the head teacher at the end, like put her arm around him and went, um, so when he's 18, uh, some, she didn't say who it was. She said, somebody when they're 18, uh, your parents can show your girlfriend your pictures of this. Yeah. Of this uh, event. Scarred for so, life. Well yeah, done. so. Um, Great parenting. Yeah. <laughs> so there awesome. you go. So, um, yeah, that was excellent. So I wore Super Palatine. Uh, and then uh, Givenchy uh, Organza uh, Indecence. Is it indecence? Does it mean indecence? Oh, the, the ladies in the white curly bottle. It did have a white curly Ooh. bottle. I've got the newer, like re-released version of right. it. I was going to say the old version is that is hard to get hold of the original. Yeah, it's not the original. I mean, this one's discontinued as well, uh, apparently. <sighs> um, but, I mean, as far as I know, I haven't smelled the original one, but I think this is a pretty good uh, representation it's of it. It's a piece of work. From what I've, from what I've heard. Do you like? Do you like it, yeah? I'm just looking it up on eBay now to check out the prices. Now oh. you've reminded me of his existence. Well, I, I love it. Again, I'm wearing all these like jellied resin, vanilla perfumes that really smell overtly feminine to me, um, which is, you know, fine. Um, but so, sometimes it can go. And this was just one that um, I tried and I was like, I love, I love this. Like, I'm just, I'm going to have it. So I did, and when I occasionally wear it, I'm like, hmm, yeah, it's great. Then I wore uh, Holtane, which is by uh, Parfum de Mali. Parfum which, de Mali. Yeah, which on, you, you kind hated. Of, well, you you kind of, you know, you said in a comment the other day on, uh, like, WhatsApp or something, um, you kind of opened me crazy prezzy early um, and said, uh, oh, it's, it's a bit like Oud for... Greatness, greatness or whatever it's called yeah uh, it's like a clone of that and i was like can't even really remember that uh i didn't particularly hate that perfume but i'm just annoyed by that perfume's existence um mm. but they're kind of it's if it's a clone <laughs> of its own brand because they're the same brand aren't they initio and uh parfum de mali so it's not like they've cloned somebody else's they've cloned like their own are they the same brands. brand yeah okay yeah. so they're so owned they just... by like the same people right but well, but um, anyway, it's a Harrods exclusive. It's shit, <laughs> and I like I'm it, just but... no. I do quite like it. Right? It's it's a woody, aroma chemical uh, soup of kind of. It's it's quite nice. Like I don't. Mm. I can't be hor- I can't be horrible about it because it's pretty nice. So is uh, Oud for greatness. But it's so not memorable. It's got this like sweet. It's got that whole Baccarat Rouge five forty slight little t- trace of it. 
Um, I've written quite an extensive kind of breakdown of exactly what I think is going on and why it annoys me uh, and why why are we focusing on this particularly quite shit area of perfumery when we, we could open things out a bit more. Um, but people like it and they want to buy it, so fair enough. You know, Harrods exclusive. Waste your money if you want to. Um, so uh, Chanel uh, Quid de Rossi, which I won't go on about because it's one of my favourite perfumes, but I just needed some comforting because I was contemplating the next day's perfume, which was Mansera Red Tobacco, <laughs> which um, is fucking terrible, which is a, an abomination of a perfume. Um, I, 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 go on. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree entirely. It's It's vile. I, I don't really understand why anyone would ever why wear is Mansara, it. Why is Mansara? That's the question, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're reading that from somewhere. Yeah, I, I've just looked it up, and here uh, are the my internet, notes. Yeah. Why <laughs> is Mansara? Yeah, is is Mansara? Question mark. Just just yeah. is is Mansara? Or just It's by what's his name, isn't it? Uh, the guy doesn't exist. Uh, Don't fucking care. It's uh, Johnny Mansera. No, yeah, Johnny. No, the other. Uh, so what's the other brand? The same brand. Pierre, Pierre Montel. Pierre Montel. Robbie Montel. Ah, it's fucking Robbie. Rob from down the pub. Robbie Montel. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's all just fucking shite. I hate All I will it. say I about it. it, yeah, it, 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 it's like, it's basically like there's loads of kind of perfumes that you could say, oh, that's quite similar, like uh, Mugler, um, uh, Pure Havan, or like those Kuba ones. they're nicer. They're well nicer, I know. They're extremely yeah. nicer. Um, and it's just, it's, it's awful. Mm, so yep. we'll move on from that. But read my review because it's probably going to be like a fucking... Good. Oh, yeah, your bad reviews are the funniest reviews. <laughs> so yeah, just prepare for that one. It's going to be in about fucking a month's time or something at this rate because I'm mm. so far behind. Anyway, then I wore uh, Ombre Nuit yesterday uh, by Dior, which is like one of the better ones. It's an original fucking bottle. I quite like say, that. Yeah, yeah. People say the new versions are not as good, and it's this kind of more of the focus on the ambergris salty thing, but it's still mm. a a comforting kind of warm uh amber perfume it's it's beautiful let's, let's it's salt, right. salt, salty sweet it's it's salty uh, sweet it's salt L- sweet popcorn again isn't it I, yeah a like little bit vibe. of rose a little bit of rose in there i i love it then today i'm wearing a creed millicene imperial um which is rubbish <laughs> no it's all right it's a musk perfume i would argue that millicene imperial is a musky a uh, fruity perfume that's supposed to have this oh lovely citrus. I remember it having better citrus notes. I don't know. I got this as a free sample from uh, I won't say where, but one of those sample places. And uh, I'm assuming it's a newer bottle, um, but I don't know. Um, but I remember having this lovely like you know Creed do have some good like citrusy top note kind of things. But this doesn't really. I mean, it's okay for a little bit, and then it's just a musk perfume. And I love musk perfumes. And mm. it's it's kind of good, and I can kind of see why people like it, but um, it's a fruity musk, and it's it, pretty it's, fucking basic. It's very, very uh, batch variable. 
uh, and, and that's right. not to sort of say, you know... Isn't that I, what we say about all the creeds? Well, yeah, I suspect so. But, I mean, that one in particular, because I've tried batches which I've quite liked, and then I've tried ones which I've really hated, and there's a sort of strong, almost curry sort of note to it uh, at the top, on uh, particularly on batches that I don't get along with, whereas the ones that I seem to like are, are, are more sort of transparently fruity um but uh, it's not a perfume that i particularly uh care for anyway apparently it is very uh quote unquote complimenty um but you know no one ever says i smell good anyway actually though lie lie i got a compliment the other day i got a compliment you know after me sending you a text saying um that uh i wasn't sure about my fucking patu and and like it was it was pissing me off owning a bottle of, like, vintage Patu, which, you know, should be, like... Well, it probably is someone's fucking holy grail. And and the reason I'm not selling it is because I worry that I'd never be able to get a, another bottle. So I thought, well, I know what I'll do. I'll wear it. Fucking goddammit, I got a compliment telling me I smell great. Well, my <laughs> wife, of all people, who normally tells wow. me I smell dreadful. So, uh, yeah, that's Patu mm. fucking staying on the shelf i guess it's the worst isn't it when your partner tells you you smell nice yeah. particularly if you're you're only wearing it because you're about to sell it yeah exactly that, that yeah just yeah no ah, you, you shouldn't say that now you, you don't sh- say anything for weeks for months for, yeah exactly and, and then now i'm gonna sell this had a quick spritz before i put it in the box to send Bingo. it away and you like it yeah fuck you should have said <laughs> you smell you smell like a dick sandwich then then i was like yeah if you'd have said i smell like a dick sandwich good news love i'd have sold that 600 fucking quid in the bag i'd have bought you a new pair of shoes but no you had to no, fucking you ruin it no you wouldn't no i wouldn't no, you you're wouldn't. right i wouldn't no, no, no. i wouldn't but don't tell her that uh it, no. don't, it, it don't matter she don't listen to this does she um because she thinks i'm an idiot so um no where was i going with that uh yeah no um <laughs> fuck yeah, Patu. Patu has to fucking stay now. It's so annoying. You're dead right. It's just like, yeah, I'm wearing this to prove to myself that it's the right thing to do. In fact, I was wearing it and I was thinking to myself, fucking hell, it is actually really good. I do understand why it gets all that hype. For me, it's not a holy grail perfume, but it is really good, definitely. And, uh, yeah. and, and I just won't sell it because I know I'll never be able to buy another one. So... Um, anyway, right, is that the full 14? We're bang up to date, That's are it. we? Done, done. Yeah, I, I mean, that was pretty good. I feel like the first uh, the first half of this uh, show took us about 15 minutes or something, right? So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's the longest ever first half. <laughs> Don't matter, it's Christmas. Okay, good. Anyway, it's been a fucking amazing hour and a half of absolute Christmas bullshit. More Christmas bullshit to follow in part two. See ya! Hello and welcome back to our Christmas special uh, of the Les Odorants. Uh, what are we going to do? We're just going to busk this one. I mean, sometimes we have a very specific topic that we talk about, uh, but this time we're going to busk it because uh, we've got some good shit to chat about. Um, before we get into the good shit, well, in fact, before we get into the arsing around like complete knobheads, um, I would like to start with a bit of a discussion about the latest samples, what we have all received 
from um, Eugene, 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 Eugene's yeah. brand. Um, oh God, I've forgotten what it's called now as well. Uh, Les Abstrays. Les Abstrays. Les Abstrays. Hello, my name is Les Abstrays, um, which will probably make no sense to anyone outside the UK. Anyway, uh, Les Abstrays, uh, Eugene's brand. Uh, this is the second uh, one. Uh, the previous one was Le Dollar Exquise. I think Correct. Uh, the exquisite yeah. pain, um, and, uh, and I think generally favourable reviews with uh, uh, you know some differences of opinion, but um, you know I think all round sort of pretty positive reviews of that one. Um, but uh, uh, Bell Aim, uh, James, do you want to kick us off, mate? Because I think this is your your mate to start with, isn't it? Yeah, I can do. Um, just to say that. Um the first perfume this is a, a a trio of perfumes that are the the initial releases and they're based around uh you know an important um period in uh Eugene's life uh where he experienced kind of heartbreak and you know a big change in his life and all that kind of stuff and i think you know i i felt the um i, I feel that la dollar exquise is one of those perfumes that you have to live with for a while to really understand all its facets because on the surface it's not as uh it, it, immediately gratifying yes it's got you know lovely materials and yet yeah, has a really nice rose note and all that i just think like i really enjoyed the the blurb that i heard written about that one um this one is much more um more of a celebration and and when you think about it in the context of it, this is going to be a trio of like the the stages that he went through in his own sort of you know um, uh, you know uh, harrowing breakup. Uh, not to like trivialise or laugh at that. Sorry, that was just a kind of nervous laughter. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not 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 to laugh at it. He said laughing at it. Yeah. No, but you know, I did. That's just I. I it was I was laughing at you know me calling it fucking harrowing, but like it was it was. Oh, I but mean, kudos you know, and, to Eugene. Who has has gone through this all essentially in public, right? Yeah, and I, I've got a lot of love for for the guy because he's always been, you know, really sound to me. So I've I've you know, and, and I like I say I kind of uh, respect what, what he's done, and he he often actually uh, really kindly sort of cites me as somebody who was part of the kind of the the genesis of it, along with people like the um, the duck um, who actually sent us the samples, which was very nice of him um who is uh rich mitch uh and just like other people like you just say it just came together because i said to him one day hey have you ever tried these um uh les indemodable and he was like i don't even know what you're talking about <laughs> like what the fuck are you on about and i was like no no this brand they're I, I you know you'd really like them and santuan lee and it's like they use really good materials and blah 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 and then he like just blind bought like about four of them like and went oh i've blind bought like about five. i'm like are you fucking crazy? Because they're not cheap. And I was like, wow, that's... And he, he loved them. Uh, and it was at the time when he was trying to formulate... I didn't really even know. I think he'd mentioned it on his YouTube that he was trying to do a brand. And then all of a sudden, he, he kind of... I think he got some, like, non-responsive kind of things and he was a bit disheartened by... Or people in the industry had told him, oh, it's not that easy and blah, blah, blah. You know, that kind of gatekeeper-y, like, oh, you can't start a brand... I, Again, I'm sort of paraphrasing here. I don't know if that was exactly how it was, but it was just, you know, that kind of scatter sort of like, 
I want to start something, but I'm kind of starting from a complete standstill. Um, and then he ended up kind of hooking up with with Antoine Lee and the people from the Les Indemodables thing, and they were like, yeah, sure, we can do a brand. Um, and then they've worked it, and I just really respect that, you know, they've got, uh, you know, they've done this kind of concept, and uh, it's it's great. Anyway, the second mm. perfume, which we've come to now, is uh, Belam, and that means a uh, beautiful soul. Uh, and it's kind of this sort of awakening of like, you know, he's into like kind of like spiritualism and uh, meditation and things that have helped him cope uh, with like, say, quite a harrowing sort of experience in his life. Uh, and this is kind of almost sort of coming through, not like quite I'm, I'm all the way there, but like coming through the other side and like, the 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 the, the dollar excuse was sort of like languishing and like living in the pain uh but like you know this is kind of more of a I, i'm almost kind of getting out mm. the other side of it sort of like thing um and it's a very comforting beautiful iris it's not your typical iris that's coming out from a lot of niche brands at the moment which is all very samey samey but good don't get me wrong it's great um but this is this has got something else to it it immediately reminded me most of uh, Diorom uh, Parfum, which is in no way a diss because I love that perfume, right? Kind of leathery uh, iris. Um, and uh, that's, like I say, without having it here to smell mm. again, um, that's kind of what I got from it. It's like a much better version uh, with better materials uh, kind of uh, vanillic sweet, like maybe some like benzoiny type uh, thing to it as well. Um, just, I, just I, a really I lovely. Yeah, I don't perfume. quite get the Dior en Parfum connection, but <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. Oh, yeah. no, um, obvi- but, obviously, you know, obviously, I'm wrong. Yeah. I mean, it <laughs> goes without saying. Um, but uh, you said it anyway, so that's uh, you know reassuring. Um, it, it, no, go on. What do you um, think it smells so like? To me, this smells like it could and should be a Les Indemodables release, right? There's there's no there's no ambiguity about that, right? If this was in a Les Indemodables bottle, um, I would go, oh, yeah, of course it is. It's entirely consistent and congruent with the rest of their brand. Um, so, uh, which I don't think is a problem, but, I mean, it just screams Les Indem. Um and particularly, it weirdly to me, it smells like the Ambrose Supreme, uh, somewhat, and a little bit like the, the Which Musk is, one. Uh, I mean, that is wildly well. Inaccurate. It's uh, only as I inaccurate mean, as, like, as, uh, as, as, as as this is this is this is to Dior en Parfum. This is to <laughs> Dior en Parfum what uh, you know uh, 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 computers are to uh, apples. It's just like fucking, you know, it's just. There's Apple computers, Dickhead. Rumbled. Anyway. So, yeah, okay. So I'm wrong, you're wrong. We're all wrong. Fliss. I really liked it. I thought um, it's got a lovely, waxy, thick, orissey musk to it. And there's a density about it that I... Th- oh, waxy is a good word. I can get, definitely get behind yeah. that. And there's a, there's a density to it that I I associate with natural perfumery that it's not diffusive in any, in any way it, th- it sits quite close and quite thick around you um there's a lovely dirty sweetness that I really liked um and, and it yeah it was really close on me 
but it lasted all day. Um, mm. Smells very reassuringly expensive. Um, it's the Stella Artois. Reassuringly expensive. And um, <laughs> I felt, I mean, I know you hate when we use this word, but it felt very, very cosy. Say it. Cosy. Bitch. <laughs> you fucking bitch. It felt I incredibly cosy and warm <laughs> and comforting and, yeah. But if it's, 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 it, it, it's, it is it is comforting and the muskiness um it, it it does it's very nice I sort of have this uh notion that perhaps you know um you know like um when you get like uh when when the whole kind of jet set five star hotel living gets a bit much right you you tend to like well you want a break and you go and stay in that fucking uh, beach house you've got at the top of the cliff that looks out over the ocean you know that and and everything's got that blue sort of filter on that makes everything look sort of just cool and slightly emotionless so so you wrap yourself in this white sweater cashmere, kind of thing uh, uh, cashmere cozy. shut cozy the fuck sweater. up no coziness um <laughs> and, and, and and this is what it smells like so yeah i mean uh, obviously um and it smelled yeah, very I, that, much that was that was me painting a mood board but it smelled very much <laughs> like personal whereas la doula squeeze for me felt more as if it's like diffusively an external in a way, it kind of it left me. This one felt very much like I was coddling in myself. No one else could smell it apart from me. It was very internalised. That makes no sense, but that's how it felt. It felt. Uh, it makes sense. I'm I'm not sure I agree with it, but it makes sense. Well, uh, well, let's just okay. So <laughs> here we go. Uh, Everyone, get ready. Fl- fl- no, well, no. Fliss said she could only smell it herself. It's very internalised. I completely what she said about the natural materials and the feel of it. Is absolutely spot on, right? But th- think about it, right? So she said it's it was like she could only smell it, right? And you compared it to um, uh, the um, Amber Supreme, which you couldn't no, smell at all, Fliss. So, like, which... I, I, okay, all right, I'm fucking with you a bit, Dan, right? Because when you said that to me, I was like, oh, I kind of... I love that perfume, but I kind of hope it doesn't smell like that. And... From the aspect of, yeah, it's a kind of, it's got a warm sort of ambery kind of thing, and it may have that same um, ambergris material in it, uh, possibly. Um, And that, but I don't think, I don't think it smells like that. Um, But it's just interesting that, like, Fliss can obviously smell this one and likes it and has, like, facets to talk about, and she just can't smell the other one particularly. Um, so, I mean, that says it all, really. So that's two against one now. So what's Ben You're totally say? using my review <laughs> as a two against one. Yeah, I am. I am. It's all right, Fliss. I've got a face I, on I, now. I, I, I will have my revenge in this world or the next. Um, all right, Ben. Uh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I'm really happy about it because... If you say cosy, you cunt, I'm driving I'm down to your house. I'm going to throw you um, through a fucking pane of glass. No, I'm really happy because I, I I like Eugene's channel and, I you know, I, I used to watch his stuff with Christoph and loved it. And as a guy, I think he's a sound bloke and I took no pleasure in slagging off the last one that he released because I didn't like it. The do, it's very it, French in comparison, the Le Duleric Squeeze, and it's got that Alder Hillick stuff that I would imagine... You think smells like sadness. 
if yeah, I remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I didn't like it at all. And, and, I, and I really hated, uh, you know, because I, I wanted to, because I want to say nice things about Eugene's perfumes, right? Um, so I didn't really take pleasure in slagging that one off. But this one, I smelled it and it is, I was instantly like, oh, I'm so glad this is fucking brilliant because that's what I want to say. Yeah. Um, and, and I do really like it. And so James can sort of tell me I'm wrong as well. I think it's sort of as if <laughs> Royal Crown Imperator and Iris Silver Mist had a baby because there are elements of that rooty, cold, stark iris yeah. and a little bit of like the spicy sandalwood from Iris Silver Mist. But there's that crowd where Iris Silver Mist is just all cold, stark, like harshness. This has got that lovely kind of slightly vanillic iris of Imperator that makes it crowd pleasery. And I so so, hang on, bear with me, bear with me. The cold starkness of the beach house overlooking the ocean. Yeah, I really relate all, to that picture all, that you painted, all, all, actually. All in, all in blue tone. All in blue tones, right? So I was going for exactly that same thing. The sort of coldness that the, uh, you know, the uh, almost the kind of emotional emptiness of it, you know, um, and then the warmth. Uh, that that sort of is close to you uh, with the with the sweater. I deliberately didn't use the word cozy, um, and, and because I can't because I can't verbalise. Yeah. Bring no, 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 no. <laughs> no, because I can't verbalise the descriptions of the notes. You know, as well as you guys, I can I can just talk in 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 a sort of sense of the the picture it creates for me. You know, the visual. And and that for me was the visual. This this very cold, stark, almost sterile kind of environment, and and a patch of warmth within it, sort of surrounding you. Um, we, uh, so I think actually Ben and I are probably on much the same track. Actually, well, I'd I'd just say that I've just realised. Like I say, I haven't got it in front of me to fucking smell again. But the other aspect of it is tonka bean. So it has. Real Tonka Absolute uh, in there because you can smell it, right? Because the difference between like an accord made of like uh, coumarin and and you know vanilla materials or whatever uh, is is different to the the quality of uh, the the Tonka Bean Absolute, which really does have its own uh, thing to it. Even though it's m- mostly coumarin, those little bits of whatever is in that natural material just make it it's beautiful like smelling like real tonka bean is like it's stunning and it's got that warmth and it goes with iris perfectly that's why it's so like waxy and sort of fleshy and vanilla and sweet so i can get i could get where ben's coming from uh, certainly it's iris right and that that perfume that we i think that was in the first show wasn't it um, that we yeah, went yeah, Royal Crown course, in, yeah. in Paratour. One, the, the, one, the one, sort of one of the first ones. One of the first ones. Is it yeah. worth it? Yeah, which I found a kind of vanillic um, perfume, um, which I didn't particularly like, but it was kind of, you know, woody sort of vanilla. But I, I can, yeah, I'm I'm not going to tell you, you you're wrong. That's, a, you know. No, um, that's something he reserves it for wrong. me. The only one who's <laughs> wrong is me. Come on, out, out with it, yeah. Well, no. I mean, like, like I say, I can. It being, you know, all like honest, like I kind of like create that sort of tension to to for fucking, you know, the listeners. Really, the, the um, listener. I, sing, you're entitled singular. to. Well, well, no, you you because Antoine Lee's got this like style and he's got this palette mm. of materials, 
which is coming through in Eris Perfumes. It's coming through in Les Indemitables. It's now coming through in Eugene's mm. brand, uh, Les Abstrays. So any any connection that you're feeling with those... I, who am I to fucking say? Who am I to say anyway? But I mean, who am he I to say that that's not... He has a very specific way of handling that's not virus, right. I think, because he does the same in Bruma as well, which he did for um, uh, Keir Trudon as well. And it has that... that rooty but still warm slightly warm and waxy iris which i really like the way he does mm. it it feels this feels cozy it doesn't feel cozy <laughs> okay. I, 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 so i think i think the consensus here is that we all fucking love um, this perfume pretty much oh no i don't know about love i don't know about love um it's not the it's not my sort of preferred style i do think it's very very good though i mean um you know like you heard how enthusiastic i got about falling to stars mm. earlier right that for me is instantaneous thunderstruck love right this really really good i mean really nice stuff i would definitely wear it i'd there's a reasonable chance i'd buy a bottle of it i don't think i love it in the same sense though um but it's really good, um, and 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 I take the point about you know Anton Lai using Lee using a palette of materials, but I look at the stuff he's done for say pure distance, right, and that's very different and distinct from the stuff he's done for uh, Les Indemodables. Um Different era. Oh, okay, but, you know this is the era. This is the era of him in his in his his private, well, his own like company. Oh, okay, I'm assuming. Oh, well, that might explain it. A, but but to uh, me, uh, this this would not this yeah. would not be a uh, pure distance release. I could not see this in a pure distance bowl. I, I could see it in no, a. I, I still think. If he had a brief where someone said we want something mental, synthetic, comme des garçons type vibe, he could do it. Right, or we want something like those Attack Libre d'Orange type ones. You know, we want something that's this, but they know not to kind of now because he's sort of entered. It's like a band, you know. He enters like a different like phase of his career, and he starts making different kinds of like you know albums or whatever. Mm. Um, and at the moment, he's kind of picking from this palette of stuff. He's kind of taking almost taking the work that he wants to take it's like an actor yeah. as well you know they they get you know they earn the stripes and then they go all right i'll pick and choose like what i want to do and this is kind of the the stuff that excites mm. him or um uh, you know interests him to uh to to do he's actually he's going to do an interview with uh eugene but he's going to wait until the third one's come out which i think will be uh later on the, this this year next year uh, i've surely. already said to eugene doesn't Sorry, next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, the um, the the the, uh, um, the this is not a big secret. But I said, is the next one going to be like a green sort of like perfume? Uh, and I think he kind of said, yeah, it is. And I think he's already said that sort of on um, on his channel and stuff. So it's not really a big kind of reveal. But I'm like, I want to see all three. Um, you know, in to before I make a decision because I like I I really like the first one. Mm. You know, I did, but I didn't 
necessarily completely fall for it. And I kind of was a bit like, what the fuck, we released the other two. I want to know the whole kind of thing. And now that I'm kind of, the story is sort of building towards, you know, the sort of crescendo at the end, maybe it might be, oh, you don't really like that one or whatever. But I'm not going to buy this one until I know. But this one is very good and it's a contender for the one that I will probably get. Um, You know, to, yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah, that, yeah that's okay. It. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I might, I might, I might buy a bottle out of sort of uh, support and say, you know, thanks for sending the samples. Uh, definitely would like to try the third one. Although on the whole, I found green perfumes a little bit um, too green. <laughs> yeah, obviously, but um, yeah, I mean, I I like some green perfumes, but um, uh, you know, the really sort of very green. Uh, uh, like sort of leafy uh, type things, I find a bit a bit bitter, a bit astringent sometimes. Um, anywho, mm-hmm. um, right. Well, uh, I think that's uh, it on that. Um, I would like to uh, I would like to uh, talk about some Christmas bullshit. Um, we've been doing this absolutely ridiculous podcast now for a full year. I think we we did it first in in like way we did it first in what. January first, uh, must have been early January. Our, our first, yeah, episode. it was. Yeah, what on earth? It's been a full year of fucking nonsense. Um, I can't believe uh, how shit it's been. Um, it's been amazing. And, uh, no, it has been. It's been a right laugh, hasn't it? It's been a right laugh. Um, but there's been a few highlights. Um, and I wanted to just, uh, you know, maybe reminisce. Bit of a walk down memory lane. To start with. Um, there were a few rants. Of, of of some no, I think everybody's had uh, uh, their their sort of choice moments. Um, I think um, James. I think you know personally uh, for me, I, I I would say your best <laughs> your best odor rant was your review of uh, was it Black Tie by Jeremy Fragrance. Fuck me. Why on earth did I do this to myself? SOTD is Black Tie by Fragrance One. And no exaggeration here, it's Major League world-beating trash. Wow. Um, Nice. I I mean, there are elements of this perfume which I have been known to defend, that overly synthetic high street modernity and crap, uh, but I just don't see any merit. Um... Uh, I just don't see merit at any at any cost. Sorry, I'm fucking. I can't write. I can't even see. Hi. <laughs> uh, this is something uh, you catch a whiff of and then expect a twat to appear in your eyeline moment. <laughs> <laughs> and usually you're not disappointed. No, perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, crucially, so, oh, hang on. What's that smell? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting a twat. It's a hove interview. <laughs> Uh, crucially, it doesn't smell bad as such, uh, but if you're into perfume, wearing black tie is a waste of a day. Better spent telling an olfactory tale that is worthy. Uh, waste black of tie. a day. That's damning, isn't it? It's a waste of <laughs> a is. day. <laughs> it's a waste of a day. I could have been wearing a decent perfume. So, uh, black tie uh, has the personality of a door frame. Uh, and <laughs> that said... Uh, I don't doubt that this fragrance formula, if it was jigged about a bit, 
would have more personality, subtlety, something, dare I say, it would be much better. My mum was angry at the smell this oh, morning. Wow. She was angry. Uh, it, it smells medicinal and awful, among other choice words. Uh, I, I had to apologise and agree that I hated it too. And she was a bit like, what the fuck are you wearing it for? Um, I was like, because, you know, I'm an Science. olfactory fucking, yeah, uh, you know, uh, olfactory fucking The, the arbitration engine has to fucking process this stuff, right? Uh, exactly. So. You have to do it to yourself occasionally. So, um, anyway, just more shit about my mum. Hard uh, work being on the top, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> it is. Um, so, yeah, anyway, um, I said, so she's going, Who's, who made this perfume? Who made it? And she was getting like really fucking like who oh, did she not fucking address. Exactly, I want it. So I said <laughs> he's called Jezemon and he's a giant spinning arsehole. The worst thing to come out of Germany since the Third Reich. <laughs> oh my god. Jeremy represents the uh, absence of love for fragrance for me. Uh, this brand should be called Fragrance Non uh, mm. because uh, there's nothing to see here. Uh, I like to think that Marillus stared into the abyss of Jeremy's heart and perfectly replicated this dark void, uh, utilising his skill as a master perfumer. Um, I don't know what a black tie fragrance should smell like, but it's not this. called Jezumum and he's a giant spinning <laughs> and he's the worst thing to come out of Germany since the third <laughs> That's quite <hard>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I mean the worst thing to come out of Germany since the third Reich is is <laughs> is a, a pretty fucking brutal assessment of Jeremy fragrance um D that, yeah, that yeah. is true. Um, I don't often censor uh, what I'm saying. If you yeah, can't tell. really. Um, oh. But I, I, well, the thing is, I don't, and I also, I don't really put a great deal of like thought. Like if I'm like on a break at work, or I'm like you know doing so, or I'm just sat there and I'm like, or I'm sat at night and I'm just like bored. I literally, it's just like a spewing of consciousness, like just comes out. And then I kind of forget, and then I'm like, oh, shit, like three weeks later, I've got to post this. And then I'm like, all right, okay. So it's not like, it's not like <laughs> give it a great deal of thought. I just think that was funny in the moment, was it? Giant I don't know. And my grammar and like, uh, yeah, it's just, yeah. Oh. So I'm not proud, I'm not proud oh, of it. I would it's just, be. It's just what I comes out. I would be out. so proud of that, <laughs> if, if, if only. Um, it's just what comes out. Only. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I well, I, I I'm kind of proud of like some of like my old stuff where I'm like praising things and being nice about things mm. as well. Oh yeah, you, um, you, which, you know, I think I yeah. think you talk uh, very effusively and positively about lots of stuff, but uh, I just you know it's yeah. I think it's the way my brain is wired. I find it f I find it funniest <laughs> when you're being uh, 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 negative. Um, it, it, interestingly, yeah. uh, I think you mentioned previously that Jeremy fragrance was on. Uh, celebrity Big Brother in Germany. Is that right? I believe did, so. Did we get any so, update? Yeah. Did he win Celebrity Big Brother? Was he evicted? Not, Not a, clue. a clue. Not a clue. Excellent. Right, well... I don't know how you find yeah, out, well, you know. How do you find out? I don't out? know. Well, I'm I just Googling know. it now, uh, so we're going to... We're going to... Right. <laughs> all, all the news, just, <laughs> just, just when you need it. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't win. Oh no! What a nightmare. 
Uh, six days. Yeah. He lasted six days. Yeah. And then he voluntarily okay. threw the towel in. He didn't didn't even get voted out. Oh, oh what bless a him. No. fucking hell. Yeah. That's usually people who can't take, they've got like too big an ego and they can't take being yeah. evicted, I think. Bless him. Um, well, I, I, think, uh, I, I think my abiding memory of that is your mum being angry, just angry about the smell of it. I think, uh, you know, that's... Uh, She's often yeah, angry. Yeah, no, I, I, that's, <laughs> uh, hmm, I, could, I can understand that. I can understand that. Um, okay, I mean, uh, Fliss, obviously, dear Fliss, you've not been with us that long, have you? But, but already you've made your mark, and I think, um, I think it's only a couple of episodes ago. In fact, it may have been the last episode, given that, that we canned the second Archetypes one uh, until next year. Um, it may have been the last episode where you really hit your stride uh going on about uh, uh sports fragrances yeah okay so we move on to fliss what have you got in the sport column i haven't i haven't got any because <laughs> no, i fucking hate it as just <laughs> really? yes it's just awful just I, I, there's just so many things about it that i hate i hate the way that it's marketed i hate the way that it's marketed as this kind of stop telling me what to do while i'm wearing your frag something sport it's like oh my god you have to be doing sports go play sport go play sport while you wear me and be a man oh just and every boyfriend who i ever had who ever wore a sports frag was just an insufferable twat who thought i should be thinner <laughs> and wear more beige and just like before you know it you're in a bar and they're talking about being on a triathlon and how they're sub 230 just fuck off <laughs> i just can't bear it as a, as just the just the way that it's marketed my vagina dies when people talk about sports bags i can't bear it i want to walk into an oaklad library in a gentleman's club where george clooney and ryan reynolds are wearing gucci porom original because they don't wear sports frags Fucking have some of that. I, I, I think I said at the time, though, I am concerned we may have dated in a previous life and I just, you know, didn't know just about it. it out. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably didn't work out for either of us, that. What, what, well, what I love about that is that it was kind of your first rant, but you'd sort of teased us that you were going to do that a few times, right? You'd kind of, like, not quite got into, like, full, like, rant mode. And then on that one, you were just like, you fucking off the off. fucking chain. Had, and it was my favourite. I had very it was my favorite mixed one. Uh, reviews as well from people who are listening. People either messaged me and went, fucking yes, I completely agree. Um, some women and some men uh, 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 said as well. And, you know, mm. um, and then some people were just like, a bit harsh, slightly too close to the bit harsh. Slightly. Was I think I think some people who maybe wear sports fags um, felt that it was a bit Aww. too close to the bone. Um, the, did they feel judged? I think maybe maybe by, felt by a bit you. judged by me. Like like that. Okay, everybody gives a shit. Um, but yes, so I would say probably seventy thirty love from the listeners. Mm. Um, so that was interesting. Yeah, you're getting hundred percent love from uh, your co-hosts because that I think was fucking phenomenal. And uh, yeah, I just uh, you know it's it's 
the thing I love about the rants is it's great to just have a fucking opinion, right? To really have an, an impassioned opinion. And it doesn't matter if people disagree with them. Um, I mean, you know, I, I, I feel like uh, Ben and I don't always agree on everything. I, I feel like I rarely agree with anyone on anything. I'm, I'm like, it's like I'm congenitally hardwired <laughs> to disagree with everybody about everything just to see if I can fucking win an argument. Um, you know, I, it's just me. But, um, but yeah, I, I think the, just the, the pure kind of raw passion of a uh, full rant uh, a kind of uh, opinion is just amazing. But I um, think as well, it's one of the things that I loved most when I was a listener before you asked me to join was the rant. And I remember walking home from the school run on a Monday morning, listening to Ben's Floraiku rant. <laughs> Having just bought, having just purchased the sample set for myself. <laughs> and, oh, my and, God. And I, I remember a feeling, you know, when the feeling in your face when you go red, even if you can't see your face, you know that it's happening. Mm, yeah. And I felt like I simultaneously wanted to go and hide in a bush and then also give him a kiss because I was just mm. like, wow, you are right. And I've, yeah, yeah. you are right. Memo and Floraiku, the pair of them, are just Harrods brands for middle-class, boring, middle-of-the-road people. And I think Memo specifically lives off the back of African leather in the community, which, you know, gets a, had a lot of hype. And now somehow Memo gets a lot of hype. They're dull perfumes from a dull brand. Floraiku is one of the most disappointing sample sets I've ever smelled. The flower selection just smells like a, a mortuary, including the dead people within it. Have I? Their tea note just smells precisely like this bog standard tea note that you buy from like Firminic or Givaudan, probably, I assume, because, you know, you buy any Bulgari tea scent for about a fraction of the price of Floraiku and you're halfway there. Um, it, they're, they're just dull perfumes. And this is before we even get into the cultural appropriation element, um, which we can sidestep for now. But it's shocking with that brand. You know, it's it's so Japanese that you know that it just can't possibly be Japanese. Excellent. Right. So I think we can all uh, roundly agree that <laughs> uh, the latest memo release, probably uh, we're not all that bothered about. Yeah, no, I pretty much stand by the argument still, though, because, um, you know, I, I obviously of course. change my opinion every five minutes anyway, but I, I pretty much still stand by that. I still I still hate the brand and hate the fact that I like one or two of their perfumes. And, 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 they, well, and yeah, I, I, yeah, I, 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 still... I think it's a perfectly fair thing. Again, you know, passion and uh, the the energy is uh, to be applauded, but you're... Uh, your takedown of boring middle class twats and their boring middle class perfume. I think that that stands the test of time. I listen back to it and I think that was for me. That was like, yeah, this podcast was a really good fucking idea. It doesn't matter yeah. if people aren't listening. This is this is content that just has to exist, right? It just it's important. And it's and, good as well uh, because yeah, so much that. of the stuff I think on YouTube and. You know, even other podcasts sometimes they're quite sycophantic and nice about things, and I oh, there's not God. a lot of people saying I hate this, and yeah. I, I really enjoy it when someone's honest. 
and and do you know what? I think there is a, a, there is a fundamental absence of honesty in fragrance reviews generally. Um, I think um, it, it, it's it's all too evident when you see because uh, obviously Instagram is my sort of preferred platform, right? But it's all too evident when all you see is paid partnership, paid partnership, paid partnership. And lo and behold, they've got amazing things to say about this perfume that they know nothing about. They've just read the fucking notes list off some of fucking Fragrantica and then they've used a thesaurus to stitch together a few fucking, you know, stupid, vacuous fucking words. Um, they, it, it, it's there is a fundamental dishonesty there, and 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 I I know I'm part of the problem, right? I don't, I can't be, I can't be both kind of a, a part of of that reviewer thing and get free shit and and not be part of the problem. But I I just try every fucking day with every review I write to be honest as honest as fucking possible. And if I really hate something that I've been sent, I just tend to fucking say, I hate it, so I'm not going to review it, mm. thanks. Uh, that's the, the, the best for, for, for all people. I think I think most of the feedback that we get or comments on, uh, you know, uh, about, about the podcast is that people say, yes, like, I think that, and I wanted to say that, and it's really refreshing to hear people actually saying it because there's no real outlet for uh, me to listen to stuff and go, yeah, I agree with that thing that they're saying that happens to be negative about mm. something. Um, and there was this kind of toxic positivity sort of thing. I mean, it's been through the whole... Uh, it, it, it's, it's, been, it's come... Well, has it come full circle? I don't know. I've always been the same, and I think there has been people who are honest out there um throughout all of it but that there, there definitely is a an element of that like playing the game sort of thing which is like why do it you know i don't know it, it makes me think that you're not a real fucking collector or you're not a real like connoisseur and it that might be unfair because they probably are no, but I, they just I, I, also I, I, want to play think, the game i think with, they're like, not and, and, and it's been more and more obvious over the last year or two that there are people for whom and um What's he called? The um, the tattoo artist, um, the perfumer who we fucking love. Um, Freddie Albrighton. Uh, Freddie Freddie Albrighton. Albrighton. Yeah, he's fucking brilliant. By the way, Freddie, if you're still listening to this, sorry I forgot your name just there for a second. I can't fucking remember everything all the time, but you are a fucking hero, right? Um, he said uh, something like, um, it is... Uh, social media influencer is now a career choice for people. And and I think he's spot on. There are so many just absolute fucking no marks with no interest, no fucking love or obsession, no history with perfume. And, and just fucking spewing out, you know, generic, bland fucking AI-style reviews of... of fucking you know average perfumes in order just to fucking try and build more clout and and it 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 just i don't know i'm 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 kind of this close to fucking packing my instagram account in at the moment because i just i i find the whole thing nauseating now i mean i, I i'm i'm even sick of my own shit the thing, uh, and that's that, that's when you know that's when you know it's yeah. bad right the thing that nauseated but, uh, me this week yeah was the Sarah McCartney fiasco, whereby oh, yeah. she um, had a radio interview and she talked about uh, dupe houses and clone houses. And mm. then uh, 
the fans of a particular clone house all reported her Instagram account um, and closed it down. And so she's got mm. something like five years of Instagram followers. And you know, as a phenomenal indie perfumer, it doesn't matter whether you mm. like her perfumes or not, the, the pressure from no. the sycophantic fans of this other company have closed her account down. And that to me is Were like... They, was- that's horrific terrible, level isn't it? of bullying. Terrible. Um, was it the was was it a brand that begins with a D? She hasn't ever. She's such a classy lady. She hasn't she? ever I, mentioned I don't know the name of the brand. No, I I, I would bet you dollars to donuts. It's because they're fucking mental. Uh, like it's cult yeah. of doer, and and what the fuck, man? Because those perfumes are absolutely dire. Their graphic design is embarrassing, shambolic. It's the sort of thing you might expect to find in, a, in like, a corner shop on the end of your street because, like, you know, they ain't got nothing better to do with the time because they're sitting behind a counter so they'll get, like, their knackered laptop out and knock out a little fucking logo, slap it on a bottle, sell it for, like, half, Is, like three quarters, if not more than the price of the actual clothes. <laughs> oh, here he goes. Embarrassing brand. And, and the fact that there are fans of it that actually, like fanboy it and have uh, like facebook groups is absolutely perplexing like i cannot imagine (laughs) being so passionate over something so fucking piss poor it's like (laughs) good god yeah i mean that was that was another one let's get him fucking going right so i think Speaking of the way the way they look, I mean, you know, this is him at I, yeah at fucking half strength. <laughs> yeah. or whatever, do you know what I mean? This is a fucking you know this is a weight drained fucking band, right? So anyway, no, I just say just just to build on that that yeah, you're right. The look of them, forget the fucking thing. They look like something that like the losing yeah. team on The Apprentice fucking made. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like that's what they that's what they look like. What? Right? That and, is absolutely uh, <laughs> the fucking coldest thing anyone's ever said about anything. The losing team on The Apprentice. I mean, it's so few words yet so much fucking depth conveyed there. Beautiful. Well, it is because he'd come in and go. What the fucking play? Uh, however, fucking sugar speaks. You know what I mean? Like, I, don't oh, like I, don't like really I don't like bullshitters. I don't like schmoozers. I don't like ass kissers. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but but Dua, I, I've probably said this before, right? When Dua first came out, I bought some fucking Duas because I wanted to be. I hate fucking clones. Always have. But I bought them just to see what they were like, and they were terrible. They were fucking terrible, right? And. Uh, they're not even like so so they've apparently improved a bit and whatever and everyone's got all gcms now there's so many websites selling gcms fucking formulas which is great for like indie perfumers to learn and all that kind of stuff fine but it's just kind of like it's just fucking icky and i don't it's it's like dismiss all that stuff if you want to be into perfumery try and like do your own thing which is why we've got to respect the Miskio yeah. lady, because I think that's what she's doing. And maybe we didn't like the perfumes that much, but at least she's got something. She's got a concept. She's got an idea. Same with Eugene. Same with people who are trying to do something that is not just Com- the same old agree. shit over and over. I completely agree. Again. I completely so, agree. I was just yeah. uh, uh, thinking uh, there with Ben's rant. Um, I'm, I can't remember. I'm sure I mentioned it on a previous episode, though. But... Um, 
you know, one of my uh, favourite moments from this year was just my my sort of discovery that there are entire Facebook groups dedicated to Club de Nuit intense ban like and and all their associated batch variations and it's like it's like it's like just beta creed isn't it it's fucking and you know creed yeah. there and then these fucking absolute beta fucking level i would put people even a step below that they're absolute veg water absolute <laughs> veg water <laughs> There's a guy, there's a guy on there. <laughs> there's a guy, there's a guy, again, just, uh, I'm actually going to directly fucking slap this dude off. Um, he's a guy on, in, on on YouTube who basically has like a giant wall of fragrances behind him, like all the fucking cunts do, with like, you know, like neon lights mm. on it and shit, like a big... Embarrassing. And I, if I had that, I would be and ashamed cl- of myself. Clearly, like, same as... Honestly, I, yeah, I, 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 so would, would I. I would rather, I would rather smear shit on my face <laughs> and go on YouTube than, than yeah. that. You're not into fragrances, you're, mate. You're into fucking. I don't know what you're into. Self, but it's not what self, I'm into. Self debasing. That's what you seem to be into. Yeah. Imagine what a bunch up, of clowns. Man. Right. Okay. So uh, I'm sure there were other good rants, um, but we're not going to get to them. Um, let me. Can I just say, sorry, just one thing. I love Sarah McCartney. I fucking love Sarah McCartney, right? She's great. She's great for perfumery. She's great for, like, British perfumery. She's just great. She's really open and, like, really nice and stuff. I don't really like many of the perfumes, right? I've got to be honest. I don't think she's, like, one of these, like, God-given talent people, but she's so prolific and she does so much and she speaks so much and she educates and all that stuff. So I think I think she's just like a wonderful like person. And for them to fucking do that to her for expressing a really I mean, what is held with most people as a really kind of reasonable opinion mm. to have, to be fucking targeted like that is disgraceful. So yeah, fuck yeah. those people and yeah, we, we love uh, Sarah McCartney. Yeah, I don't it. really know Sarah McCartney. I've got very little to say about her. Um save for most perfumes I've tried i didn't particularly care for but you know who gives a shit i mean she's clearly out there doing fucking proper perfume so yeah that's she really is and she's more, more more power to her incredibly personable and chatty and kind and knowledgeable well, as well she just comes across as and, like and, knowing and, loads and to of have, shit <laughs> to, to have to have a, a proper perfumer uh, have their shit taken down by uh, the enthusiasts of, um, uh, you know, a, a, a fucking no mark, bottom feeding, uh, asshole brand like Dua is just, you know, that we that's, don't know that's it was bad. Dua. We don't know uh, it was Dua. Just oh come on, of course it was. Even if it wasn't, um, everything I said still, yeah, I still stand behind it. <laughs> just replace replace it with a different name. It's the, still the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so um, I think in terms of rantiness, uh, Ben actually, despite being uh, you know easily the loveliest of all uh, the uh, odorants and 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 the most uh, gentle of souls, uh, Ben has easily been the rantiest fuck of the lot of us and. Uh, 
particularly if you're getting started on uh, Roger Dove or, 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 or even <laughs> Zoologist. Um, a brand <laughs> I actually might like. I just, <laughs> a, a brand you like, yet still manage to slag off and all their fanboys going, oh, yeah, bum me harder, Raymond. Or Victor, whatever he's fucking called. <laughs> I don't know why Raymond. Raymond. Raymond came to me. It's not Raymond, is it? It's Victor. <laughs> uh, right, anyway, anyway. So uh, I, I'm just going to sort of uh, call it now. Ben gets rantiest odorant of the year Hooray! award. Uh, we, uh, well done, Ben. And we all have to up our game next year. Um, right, I have a few Christmassy questions to ask before we uh, wrap up. Um, can I just say that you can you can you read my questions out as I yes I'm going to read them out verbatim. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Here we go. God damn it! Did you did you hear my did you hear my poem? It's though, beautiful. Remind me, poem. Um, so okay, so my dearest Fliss. <laughs> I think she would definitely love this. I'd, uh, she'd be in a state of bliss. <laughs> it would be remiss of me not to mention when asked by an Irish person, what do you think of this? It's really bad, isn't it? Uh, Oi, husbeast, pop it on and you might get a French kiss. Andy Tower, who has fuck all to do with this. He's Swiss, apparently. <laughs> 47 years ago today. What the fuck was this? The anniversary of Dan Rothschild's bris? <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> oh, my God! Uh, sorry, perfume, back to this. Um, it really makes me reminisce about standing in a necropolis, staring into the abyss. Is it pronounced Bois or Bois? Bois? <laughs> <laughs> no matter. That's desperate. I'm just trying to find fucking isses. Um, no matter, uh, it's also noir and dark it surely is. Though sadly, Ben, no notes of piss. <laughs> uh, just this. You'd like it, Fliss. I do need to smell it now, don't I? <laughs> uh, what was it? So it's Bois, it was Bois Noir by um, Robert <laughs> My bris, for God's sake. Well done. That's quite a lot of isses. Uh, yeah. Um, Best yeah, pair well of the year goes too. Yeah. Well, well done, James. It's extremely bad. Like I say, I just literally go, right, I'm going to write a poem now. And then 10 minutes later, I've written a poem by hook or by crook. It's going to be shit, but it's going to be done, right? Excellent. So it was. Excellent. Um, All right, I've okay. got some questions. These are questions uh, actually written by James. Um, so, Ubigon Kelke Fleur was pioneering in its use of which aldehyde? Oh, aldehyde C11, aldehyde C12 MNA, or aldehyde C14 gamma undercalactone? Undercalactone. Undercalactone. Oh, God. Which Ooh. one? 11, 12, or 14, motherfuckers? Wait. Ben. 12. Fliss? 14. 11, 12, or 14. 14? Uh, uh, James? The correct answer is? Uh, it's <laughs> it's um, 12 MNA. Tick. Oh, look at that. Yeah. I mean, there was a 33% chance I was going to get it right. Yeah. <laughs> so, well done. 
Okay, well done. Well right, done, so that's all yeah. the serious questions. Uh, <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, God, right. I have to keep a straight face. Um, right. Uh, what did one listener say Ben sounded like he had a mouth full of? <laughs> Cocks. No, you've got to say, you've got to say the options. Uh, no, no, no. I, 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 no, the options come after the answer. Oh, uh, of course, yeah. So, uh, first said Cox. Uh, ben? Uh, dicks. Dick, yeah. yeah. So, the correct answer was Dick, but will accept Cock, Wang, Pecker, <laughs> Schlong, Johnson, Chode, Penis, or Dinkle Tinkle Stick. <laughs> I can't believe somebody actually, though, I don't contacted know. you to tell you that. It just seems a little bit. Oh, oh, they yeah. thought it was helpful. Oh, right, nice. Yeah. Uh, handy. Helpful, handy information. Well, <laughs> m- m- mouthy, as it turned out. Um, right, anyway. Um, Okay, uh, I have to read this one through gritted teeth. Uh, we all know Dan's favourite perfumer is Aaron Terence Hughes. But <laughs> stop it! But because of quite a tight restraining order, restraining order, and round-the-clock security, he wasn't able to get near the maverick genius of a generation, master perfumer. Who does Dan have in his basement instead? Oh, now he took, he took yours, didn't he? Oh, James chose them, but I swapped them. You did, didn't you? Can you remember Ben? I all I'm thinking is Invasion Barbera, no, no, but no, that's no, not no. right because that's Fliss's one, wasn't it? I, I'll give you a clue. His dad was also a perfumer as well. Yeah, uh, Chanel, Robbie Montel. No, it was Polge. It was a Polge. It was a Polge. Oh, yeah. oh, here we go. Uh, which Polge? Just Polge doesn't quite cut I it. I say Jacques Polge. Wrong. No, you're fucking wrong. It's the other Polge. <laughs> Yeah, Olivia Polge. Uh, <laughs> Olivia Polge, which is so... Um, yeah, I can't remember who I'd chosen originally. Did I choose Antoine Lai? You, you I thought Antoine, that was quite good. Yeah, yeah I yeah, think and, you did. And then I swapped yeah. it for uh, Polge. OK, um, mm-hmm. right, question four. <laughs> Some of Fliss's sporty exes like to flex about their triathlon time being south of what magical number? Go on, ben. It's two thirty. Well done. Well done. Well done. Well done. Right. Okay. Well done. Right. Okay. Excellent. Uh, so I've got one more here. Uh, in episode two, oh. two, which was uh, a house cup for Dior. Um, what perfume did Ben pick, and why? No, seriously. Fave delicious. Why? He picked Fave delicious. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're on that like a wow, fucking well tramp on chips. Very well, my listener. definitely didn't pronounce it like that because I've never really understood how you pronounce delicious. I, I don't have a really clear memory Try fucking of him saying it. Delicious years. And me, again, probably walking home from the school run going, what the fuck, Ben? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, because I, I completely got the, the yeah. brief wrong, didn't I? Um, just, like, just pick the one you like best. It's like, no, 
Uh, but then I doubled down. Yeah, you on did. It, you doubled down really like, hard and went, no, it's really important. It. That whole line is <laughs> yeah. one of really weird ones, and that's the best one that's been for a long time. Mm. And he's like, no, no, Ben. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, look, look, this has been um, a, a, an amazing festive uh, episode. Um, I think we are kind of reaching the end of what I'm able to cope with now. So, um, I mean, I, 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 on a personal note, guys, and I don't want to sound like a cunt, but I can't stand any of Is you. Is this going to be mawkish? Yeah, no, no, I can't oh. stand any of you. And uh, No, it, it's not going to be mawkish. No, I've... I've, I've Good, fucking, it, It's been absolutely brilliant. Um, I mean, 24 episodes of sheer, unadulterated, bullshit drivel and perfume talk. It's It's been... Uh, it's been a huge amount of fun just fucking writing this. Writing it? We don't write anything. Um, just, you know, uh, just, just uh, you know, being part of it. So, uh, you know, thank you uh, for an awesome year. And, and uh, you know, 2023, we're going to be back with uh, more. I think we'll take a, a couple of weeks off in January just to get some fucking creative juices flowing and hit motherfuckers up with some sweet-ass new content in the new year. But, um, no, it's been fucking amazing. Uh, any any thoughts or comments from your peoples? You can't see Dan, but he's fucking wailing. I mean, we've had, we've been taking a few. We've had to stop a few times. <laughs> we've had to stop a few times because he's just fucking too choked up uh, to yeah. get through that. But no. But in all seriousness, yeah, it has been amazing. Um, and we've had obviously. There was only three of us at the beginning of the year, but now there's four of us and Fliss is... It's, it's uh, like, it's like we had a little baby. Which was a big... Look, we've had a... Chuck <laughs> <laughs> a little baby in the team. I'm so excited. What? Like I said, I there was a number of times I nearly emailed you guys and went, I really, really love the show. I'm, I I listen to it all the time, but I think you need a girl's voice. And then I would not send it. And then, uh, yeah. and then you were... To which I replied, yeah, can you recommend it? <laughs> so when you asked me, I was absolutely made up it's been it's been a brilliant i know i you 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 actually nearly did blub that was quite funny yeah (laughs) very sweet uh uh well no but a lot of people have also fed back that you've kind of completed the uh the the show because it it was a bit of a sausage fest you know what i mean but um it's now, you know, a slightly less. Yeah, it's 20, um, 25%. It's 25% less sausage. Less sausage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a lovely thought. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure HR will have words with us later. Um, right, uh, Ben, Ben, thoughts from you? I, I want to know, just real quick, and like, don't have to put too much thought into this, but uh, since the end of the year, um, obviously all that, you know, mawkish shit, yeah, I love you guys, it's been brilliant. Um but outside of that, it's the end of the year. So what's your favourite release from this year and your favourite perfume that you've discovered because of this, <laughs> this podcast, to give it a little bit uh, of I... Mine would be Sacred Scarab as my favourite release yep. and Dan's Vintage Girl, Girl and Derby mm. as my favourite perfume that I've smelt from oh, this podcast. Oh, nice. Good call. Good call. Uh, uh, over to you guys. Uh, my my favourite from the podcast is going to be uh, Aids to Venustus Iris Nazarene. Um, uh, courtesy of uh, James uh, and my favourite uh, release is going to have to be the MMW from uh, Givenchy uh, which is um, 
you know, to be honest, I'd be going on about Falling Stars uh, by Strange Love, but it's not a new release. It's just something that's new to me this year. But the MMW is actually a new release, and and it's spec fucking tacular. Fliss, oh, I've. I think my favourite release of the year is Hermes Violet. I can't even say the last one. Velonica. Is it Velonica? Fire at Velonica. I'm going to have to look it up and make sure I pronounce it right now. Um, yeah. Violet Velonica. Yeah. Hermanescence is nice. lovely. And my. Oh, something that I think I tried because of this. Is probably my bow. Mm. My bow bow. Oh, right. Yeah. Cool. I think it was mentioned really early on in one of the episodes, and I was like, ooh. And then I tried it, and I was like, mm. bloody hell, that's good. Yeah. James, what are you thinking? I, I, I honestly, I've just drawn a blank on Black, black Tie. This black year. Tie <laughs> for men by. Uh... <laughs> that was, was it not? This year. Oh, that was oh, like no. few years ago, wasn't oh. it? No. Well, that's ruined that. Uh, well, while you're thinking of that, um, I was thinking, uh, I, I did have one other question. So, so, um, and I don't really know the answer, but uh, I, I, I would guess. And if you were to feed all of the Lezo uh, podcasts into some sort of, like, fucking voice processor and ask it to pull out the most cited perfume... <laughs> <laughs> What 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 perfume <laughs> do you think would come out uh, most frequently mentioned? Don't think, just answer. Fliss. Ben. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, James. Tonair. Yeah, I think we can all agree. Tonair. I don't even fucking like uh, it. But also, I think Farrell Girl perfume. comes a close second. Oh, yeah. Before yeah, maybe, we started yeah. talking about Tonair, you used to talk about Farrell Girl quite a lot. Hmm. There's quite a few, isn't there? Like, I mean, uh, even um, what's it called? Oh, noir. Uh, the one I like to bring really that up. Oh, noir. Oh, well, oh, yeah. noir gets a lot of mentions. C- yeah. Curry and coffee. Um, the the really skanky oods. Uh, infinite. Oud infinite. Yeah. That gets that gets quite a lot. Um, Basically, I just repeat myself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what? No, you love. <laughs> you're very passionate and focused about what you like. And that's good. Have um, you found anything that was released uh, in 2022? Do you know what? I really fucking have okay. to do. Barren been, year. Like, I thought about this the what other day. What have you day. discovered, though? I thought about this the other day. Well, uh, discovered through the podcast is easy. It was Theo Fennell. Oh, and yeah. it's Fliss is responsible for that. Uh, Theo Fennell. I like it because it's cheap as well. Um, not anymore. Not, not it's only. Not. It's a great perfume. But, like, <laughs> well, now, thanks to us, we've pumped it up. Um, but no, uh, there was, there's something this year, because I, I did actually think about this, because I thought, I anticipated this might come up, and I just, I just don't know, it's not been well, a great year. I, I mean, what about your you Eugene think? fragrances? They, they could be uh, this year. I Yeah, I mean, the Bella, yeah, the Bellam, I've got to say, uh, you know, uh, that probably is, but I, I'm there's just trying to remember if there was anything stuff. else. Um, Oh, that was a great discovery. Oh, yeah, but that's but, yeah, that's 
That's not from no. this year, though, is it? That's uh, quite old. Uh, well, one, well, look, it, it's um, it's it's uh, it's anyway. one to come back to. Um, right, the other just thing I want to just say before we wrap is a particular thanks to Ben again, uh, because for those who don't know, Ben does all the fucking editing that makes us sound less cunty than we are. <laughs> Um, which actually, actually is a, quite a complicated job. There's yeah, there's lots of pulleys and levers and you know knobs. Decontaminated knobs. though. we've already figured this one out. So you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> he, he, he just puts it through the decontifier uh, AI interface, and and it's all better. Uh, so no, Ben, thank you for for that because I know you've had to work like a motherfucker at this shit. Pleasure. Um, and, and, and a thank you to our wonderful listeners who have uh, been a source of inspiration uh, or something like that. Um, no, it's always been uh, nice chatting with uh, people who actually listen to the show. Um, I don't know why you're still here, but we're grateful that you are. So, look, um, I think it's time to wrap it up. It's been an amazing year, and I wish everybody uh, a fantastic Christmas, New Year, and all the best, good health and happiness and fine perfume hunting for 2023. Um, and that's it, I think. So, yeah, Merry on behalf Christmas. of all of us, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Bye. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>